Welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast. I'm Kevin Smith, and now get ready for all the Disney there is. Turn up your mouse ears, kids. It's Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sada, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libation. Feel it, feel it. We are Artistic Bus talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us for this episode. We take a look at what has taken place during Bob Iger's first two weeks back at the helm of the Walt Disney Company. And look, this is your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, sir. We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you how this change in leadership has affected the cast members. That's right, Kev. We're just here to drink, talk some Disney, and well, you know, maybe not drink as much anymore because I still can't believe this happened. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> so uh, while we still drink up and fess up, all you guys have to do is listen up. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And Lee here. And hey, if you want to visit Mickey and Bob, just give me a call. Let me do my job. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's talk about those two weeks. And here we are on the hub. And as I said at the beginning of this broadcast, is that we're looking at Bob Iger's first two weeks in office. Let's see what's happened. It's been two weeks, man. It's been pretty quick. Can you believe yeah, that? We blinked. I, he took office. And then all you know, it's like he's two weeks into the job. Mm-hmm. Craziness, craziness. A lot of news has come up, and so we're just going to go through and do a quick snapshot in. We'll do it by timeline. Okay. Good. Just because, uh, you know, I, f- I feel like uh, I'm investigating things. You investigate, I'm Kev. investigating things. This is deep stuff. It's heavy stuff. It should be looked into. So it's like day one, licked Bob Chapek's tears. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Handed him a Kleenex. Drank his blood. I'm and sorry. Took <laughs> Tissue paper, because we're not <laughs> sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> Gave Magneto a high dap for Fred. Had way with Chapik's wife in front of him. Gave him a swift <laughs> Made pat his kids on his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Let the kids watch. Oh, man. So, right. Yeah, let's take a look, man. It all happened on day one. Iger Watch. Day one, Sunday, November 20th, 2022. Woo. Chapek was informed that he was out and Iger is in. That's where it all started, guys. Mm. This is where all this news started. This is where all the Dizzy fan universe just went nuts. And then the following day, things happened. Things Ooh, happened. Things happened on the following Monday, November 21st, 2022. People talk about stocks, guys. The stocks went back up immediately. Wow. On Friday, just in case you're curious about the numbers, I know Lee likes the numbers. I like numbers. On Friday, but... exactly. I'll just together. On Friday, they closed at about $91.80 per share. And then on Monday, it rose up to about 9 to 10%. And then it closed Monday having shot up to 97 and 58 cents per share. Well, that's a, that's some faith. Yeah, there's band. a lot of faith. I mean, there was a people were posting graphs everywhere in the Disney fan universe. What goes like up must come down. It was down, just like though. a firecracker just went up there. Like, ah, Stocks, yes, I invested. I know this I'm man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'll invest in this man. I trust this man with my Disney stock. 
He'll make us rich again. Y'all have stock? In Disney? Oh, yes. We do have stock in Disney. We all happy about this news? What? About Iger returning? Hell no. (laughs) 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 Like, Bob Chapek's biggest failure is he couldn't clean up the mess that Iger left him. I mean, I, I don't know... I don't know how anybody could be excited about this news, but I'm ho- let me let me put it like this. Do I think he's probably a better CEO than Bob Chapek? Absolutely. Do I think that this is his problem that he created? And I don't know in what universe that you call in the guy that made the problem to come clean it up. But here we are. You clean up. It's like your kid. Yeah. Like you, you made this mess. You yeah. clean it up. I'm not cleaning up after you. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to have to do it. And anybody who's ever had a kid that you force to do it, know they do a crappy job. <laughs> yeah. That way you got to get the belt out. <laughs> Who got whipped by good? Start sweeping, start sweeping <laughs> under the rug. Yeah, exactly. In the closet. Oh, yeah. Throw the closet. It's like, I clean the room, mom. I'm going to clean the room. <laughs> Threw everything Attention out. Attention to detail, Bob. Attention <laughs> to detail. That's what Disney's all about. Hey, man. Come on, yeah. clean it up, baby. Come on. Somebody sue Bob Iger that's from uh, a Marvel executive or something, so that way he can have some trauma. This man needs trauma. Trauma. Yeah. He needs a true challenge that that way that could actually define his rate of leadership. Dude, I, like, I was proud of the media like this last week. We've actually gotten stories that are like, Bob Iger returns to clean up the mess he created. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, finally coming out. started... Yeah putting some of this blame on him as opposed to the white knight return to set it all right you know they very messianic yeah (laughs) the way they spoke about it now let me ask you this though i mean would you say that's mostly the fans that were being you know all high and uppity where the news necessarily the news as you say the the media was not necessarily all hyped up on this I mean, I know a lot of fans were happy, but I don't know about news organizations that were just ecstatic about it. I, I, I don't know too many smart fans that really kind of understand where the wheels went off the wagons that were all excited about this. I think they were, well, this is better than what we got. I think they were like that, but I don't know that they were like, yes, you know, th- this is exactly it. We're, we're, we're good to go from here on out. I don't think, I never saw that. Yeah. I saw people who were like, well, Chapek was a klutz and he didn't know how to handle himself, so better better the devil you know than the devil you don't know kind of thing. That's kind of how I did I see some it. extreme uh, fan people say like, "Oh yes, thank you. Fix this, fix that. Thank you for coming back." Like <laughs> like he was the next coming of Jesus kind of stuff. I mean, uh, you know, to extreme. And I'm like, you know, and and, and just to clarify it there, he's like our reservations on Iger does not necessarily mean that we endorse uh, endorse Chapek for what right. he's done. Correct. Not you at know, all. So just to, just to be clear on that, yes, be the mistakes. Yeah, I mean they're they're both equally guilty. <laughs> well, it's bad. I wouldn't say it's, equally. I think Bob Iger is exceptionally more, so? yeah. more guilty. I think Chapek was a goof and kind of bumble stepped his way. He just he wasn't charismatic. He didn't know how to handle himself and, and he made had, a lot of rookie mistakes. But he had a lot of bad situations right. that happened. It has oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I would never want to in the position that he was in. That was the, the what's the old Star Trek now? The Kobayashi Maru. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. That yeah. was the Kobayashi Maru. If he would have done that and pulled it off and and set Disney on the right track, he would have been the best person to run Disney since Walt. But the only way to win the Kobayashi Maru is to cheat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And he cooked them bucks, didn't he? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, really quick though, with with Lee's question, when it when it comes to what fans think, I'm sure that's like a, a high, varied level of opinions, right? But what he was saying also about the news and the media, 
I don't know since Disney is such a big business entity how all those things are interconnected. And you, you got to imagine if you have stockholders that are like big business people that are able to make this decision to force another guy out on that level to just bring in the old dog. I'm imagining they still have ties into media and everything as well. So I would definitely not trust that. That's just my opinion because that's oh, the way the media portrays it. Yeah, versus, I, yeah. that's just the instinct. So you would you would say that a lot of the praise for Iger coming back would be purely from the fans. Yeah, I mean, like not so much the media art was. I would, yeah. I mean, I agree. I was when I was researching this, I was like, yeah, I didn't. I, all the articles seem to be pretty even. Even calls, yeah, yeah. it's like they don't want to go one way or the other because of that influence. Fans don't really care who's in charge as long as they fixed what the issues were. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, hell, um, Samuel Jackson could have been head of Disney and said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and fix all this for you right now. They do it. And they'd be like, that's the best president of Disney ever had. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy about that. You would. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I would take Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Well, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like they want someone like, oh, wait. these motherfuckers on this motherfucking fast pass. Yeah. <laughs> you see what this buckle says? It's my badass president. Why yeah, exactly. is there trash on the ground? <laughs> Why I'm on there? the ground and there's trash. What is going on? What is this? Why is there snakes in my business? <laughs> yes, I find Cream Daniel and I hope he goes to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's one thing that happened on Monday with Iger is that Cream Daniel, who is the uh, Chapex called right-hand Ch- man, right-hand right-hand man, man ally, yeah. he was the head of the Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, which is a key division of the company that was created by Chapek that frustrated a lot of creatives. He left on that Monday, the 21st. So uh, speaking of Cream Daniel, I thought I'd throw that little fact away. No, there. no. So that no. happened. And it went on to say that Iger says this. He says, and I quote, over the coming weeks, we'll begin implementing organizational and operating changes within the company. It is my intention to restructure things in a way that honors and respects creativity as the heart and soul of who we are. Didn't JPEG literally say the same thing with a different set of words? Probably. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what he said. <laughs> he got that Goodfellas laughing there. I know him all of a sudden. You might fold up the question in, Henry. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that too old come to this happy place. Well, it just it comes across terribly. Like, which creatives? Like, what creative people are we talking about? The people who are putting their social political agendas above making good stories that are identifiable to all people. Those creatives. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I I don't know about you, but I haven't really seen a creative, well done movie. uh, Madness. Not in this phase of Marvel Entertainment. Not Star Wars. That's an issue. Uh, animation is a mess. Like so, all these wonderful creatives who's all these wonderful creatives who he's filleting. Yeah, when he says that. Oh wow! Uh, I, I yeah, oh. so I stopped myself from actually saying. No, oh, but it sounded really good when you did. Yeah, um, <laughs> Daddy, what is filleting? I just feel like Jerry Seinfeld. Who are these creatives? Yes. Where do they come who from? Yes. <laughs> who are these people who are making these wonderful creative movies that everyone loves? I, I believe that too, Daddy. Because I, I I think the business people have an idea of what creatives are and how things are solutions are creative versus creatives. Mm-hmm. Thinking about creative solutions. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So two totally different things. When you hear that the, these are people, they're hiring people who are a, a knock against you as if you're a fan of the comics. They don't want you. Right. Who are these alleged creatives? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like when you hear about 
We want diversity and inclusion. That's all we're about at Disney. I'm sure there's something that you're going to get to where they use the buzzwords diversity and inclusion because they love diversity and inclusion except in their theme parks because you don't see a lot of poor people there, do you? No. 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 (laughs) You don't see a lot of... You know, lower, middle, middle class. kind of middle class, kind of. You, you don't you see. Know they got that new ride coming. They got that new attraction. It's a, it's a homeless world. <laughs> oh, it's a homeless world. Chester, yeah. Chester Hester Welfare Alley is happening. Chester yeah. Hester's trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> it's a send them, send them to Disney Springs. They go to the Lego store. Oh, I know. Chester Play Hester's the- KOA campground. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dining Not plan. Not the same thing around KO Campground, but still. You know, the yeah. new dining plan like government cheese. Go ahead. We got that for you. I mean, Wonderfully diverse, but God forbid yes. you have economic certain. They don't want to hear from you. Yes. Hence, prices rising all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like you said, when if I was using that line, that's like the business 101 scope of our business like playbook. It's the, oh, you can't come in there and say what you really mean. You just have to hopefully it's say a bunch bargain. of big, yeah, yeah, big bunch of convoluted words that don't mean anything specific. But it just sounds really good when you put them all yeah. together. It's like a word salad of like inspirational <laughs> terms, terms that when you break, it means nothing. nothing. It doesn't have a plan in it. It doesn't have nope. a strategy. It just says, this is what we think you should hear. And that's it. It's like a real ball down trailer, but it doesn't tell you how bad the movie could be. Well, and here's another thing for you. Like, so when Chapek took over as CEO, Iger stayed on until the end of 2021, right? Yeah, uh, that's Chapek's yeah. job was to run the day-to-day operations of the park. What did Iger say he was going to do? Coach. No. Coaching was part of what he said he was going to do. He was going to go focus on the creative end of it. He was going to work with creators and coming up with their, their next projects and help bring along content for Disney Plus and the movies and all that kind of stuff. That was what he was going to go focus on. It was Chapek's job to run the day-to-day. And he ran that out until 2021. December 2021, yeah. 2021. So there so, was still some influence up into that point, even though people say he took over earlier than that. Iger was still around. Iger was still around, and Iger made it a point of saying, he's doing day-to-day, I'm doing... And he was executive chairman, which meant he could overrule... Uh, well, not by himself, the board of directors would have to do it, but I mean, who's who's heading up the board of directors? Stockholder? No. Iger. Iger. Iger, he was executive... Well, to your point, who's the, who's the largest, or at least one of the largest shareholders has got to be, is, is Iger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so he overruled Chapek on decisions. It, it's, but the point I'm... We're getting off into... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. The point of the matter is, is that, look it up, Iger was the one running creative. All the way up until 2021. Movies, especially movies with a lot of CGI and, and uh, what you call special effects... Those take a while. We're never going to see a movie that was greenlit. The script was greenlit, made, produced, all that, post, all done during Bob Iger's reign. That you're not going. I mean, Bob Chapek's reign. You're not going to see that mm-hmm. because he. It was eleven months. It was eleven months, and I'm not saying he would have done a good job because notoriously he is not a creative. He's a data guy. It's it's known he's a straight data guy. Yeah, that's what that's that's what the knock on him was. But at the same time, I think he was also trying to take them away from, hey, we need to be, in the stories that we're telling, we need to be a lot more message-orientated than entertainment-oriented. I think he was trying to get back to, like, the one thing I remember being greenlit during the Chapek regime was the uh, Deadpool 3 thing. Right. Remember, for a while, we thought Deadpool was gone. All of a sudden... 
boom, you get the announcement, Deadpool's coming back. And you're like, oh, wow, this is yeah. awesome. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, not really researching this. That was greenlit that under... That was definitely one of the things that was announced during his tenure. Yeah. Within where, 2022. Yeah, unquestionably, he was the guy. I mean, and we're defining his tenure specifically just Chapek, and I, I think this... You agree with us, Danny, that his tenure started January 2022. Mm. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. His, like, he's all on his own at that point. Yes. His, his anything and everything could be landed right on his doorstep January 1st, 2022. Yes, absolutely. The, the scary thing is, is like, let's say if you're, you're Chay Peck, you just get it like, I don't know how anything works, but you're behind like the biggest creative machine like me it's not like you are there's only you and like seven other people and you got to figure out to make disney run like really all your job is is to say what is that show it to me i don't know if i like that or not get your kid to come out and hang out with you say hey kid do you like that does that like excite you and if the kid was like no it that's terrible all right let's scrap that do something like you don't if you're a data guy, I get that. You're about the numbers. You want to make sure that you get your bottom line, your profit. I totally get that. But you know what? Some of the best theme park decisions were made by children of executives. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Because we, yes, we, we've come. And like, so if you are not creative, you just need to come up with a nice, good sized budget. Get someone else. Get yes. your kid to come out there. Daddy, son, or daddy, daughter, dad, whoever else. Have them come out there and they rate it. Because that's the voice of the people, and that's what you're supposed to have speaking for you. Was it Eisner's son gave us Splash Mountain, and then was it Iger's kid that gave us Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Who saw Fantasyland's like, what is there for boys? And they were like, uh, none of us thought to ask that in the meeting. Uh, do something. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Who was that? That I can't remember. Well, I, I, know, I remember that story. I can't remember. And somebody's probably shouting at their iPod. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So please remind us. Because uh, we can't think of it at the moment. Same thing about the Tom Holland um, Sony deal with Spider Man, right? Right. That right, somebody, right. some kids just said, "Yeah, you should do that. You should do that." So, I mean, I guess the point is, is that if you're a data business guy, I I totally get that. It's just numbers, but yeah, if you're yeah. like, we're gonna. But there's more than just num- Yeah, you got way more creative. The point is, you got way more creative people working for you because creative people don't know what the budget is. So you're they saying just, listen to them. There you listen to the right ones. Yeah, yeah. Like make sure you're put. You're you've got people in charge that are making movies that are fan of the content. Right. Like they're not just. They're not in it to preach. They're in it to entertain. Tain. But you can't blow. Well, in it, in it to tell good stories. Period. Yes. Yeah. That's I mean, I'll even take it to that basic simple because that's I think it's feel is lacking. But <laughs> I, I know you're going to move on to the the next point. But all I just want to state is state, this: state, please. You, you Disney, you old. Marvel Comics, and then you own the move. You know the movie studios. There is no more synergy there you could have than that. Like that's that's it. Let's take the story straight. Take it to the movie straight. The fans have say, "Oh yeah, we like this story. It was in a comic. Now it's a movie. This is awesome." There's your buddy. Boom. There's your creativity. What you got to think about? That's straight data. I ain't even a data guy. Like if I, you know, what I would do if like if I was a uh, Bob Iger right now, I'd hire somebody. Just look. Your job is to go back and read all those old Marvel comics, find the best proven story that works for each and every one of these characters, bring it up to us, and we'll, we'll go ahead and put it in for a script treatment. Yeah! Half the people that work at Marvel Comics are 
artists during yeah. the time when those stories were hot or editors or whatever. They have a wealth of resources. Like, you shouldn't mess that up. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree with you. You know, to your statement, uh, Eli, and, and, and you talk about data. It's like, you're right. That is data. Mm-hmm. And I even had a conversation about this at work in a, in a meeting over then. But some people view data as just purely numbers. And there's a, a group of us like, you know, data could be more than just numbers. Data could be exactly what you're saying. It could be like feedback from the guest. It could be that. But it's not just the numbers itself. It's like 44% or whatever. It's 55 or 100 or whatever. It's not that cut and dry. There's more built into it, which I think that's what he was lacking. You know, he didn't have that other piece of the puzzle, the other data that he didn't consider outside of the numbers, you know? Because some people just think data is numbers. Data is ones and zeros. That's it. No, no, not necessarily. I mean, you have people taking uh, surveys at the front of the park, you yeah. know, all the time. That's data. Those aren't numbers. Those are honest responses from guests. People, yeah. Yes, but to that point, data can be manipulated. And like, take, for instance, what you just said about the oh, surveys. Yes. They would ask you questions, but those surveys were always geared towards getting the answers yes, that they that wanted. Yes, they wanted to hear. Exactly. exactly. Yes, fair, yes, fair. They would be like, yes. would you like to go ahead and skip to the front of the line and have a great time at the park? Or would you rather, you know... A t-shirt. Yeah, like for a nominal <laughs> fee, would you rather skip to the or would you rather you know wait three hours to see your favorite attraction? And they would make it a way to where you would answer what they wanted you to answer. So data can be manipulated. Absolutely. And, I think that's and that's what they've been doing. Simple. And if you listen to the Dizzy Dish, Lentessa talks about that all the time. You can listen to the show. He talks about the surveys and how they gear the questions to get the answer that they, they want, want to, to support their uh, whatever right. initiative they want in uh, initiate, which is crazy. 100%. You know, so if you want good data, you got to get honest answers. But yeah. then honest answers, not necessarily ones and zeros. It could be other stuff, emotional, whatever. Well, that's the problem is that they're not asking the honest answers. They're asking, they're starting with Pointed. what they want yes. to be true yes. and trying to work towards getting that. Well, I guess that is creative then. Yeah. Hey. All right. The next day. Wednesday. Yeah, I know, right? Hiker Watch. Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022nd. Nothing to do with Iger, but Abigail Disney, of course, has something to say. Oh, oh good boy. Lord. You know, but I, I, I kind of like this little quote that she had because uh, she, she has she, some yeah. truisms there. But I mean, when you all you do is is criticize 100% of the time, I'm sure people are like, look at you, look at yourself in the mirror. But when all you do is criticize, it's kind of hard to take. Right, right. You know, it's kind of like Iger, though. You, you may have like a thousand ideas. Maybe one of those is a nugget. So. Yeah. A broken clock is right twice a day. There you go. Exactly, exactly. So she says this, and I quote, and this was part of a bigger thing, but I, I, but I, this is the pieces I chose because I thought it was pretty poignant. Okay. She said, I hope to see something better happening next time around. I hope that something uh, better comes along. I hope Bob, Iger that is, has one foot out the door. <laughs> I like her. Never mind. I take back everything I said. <laughs> the brand is taking a terrible beating right now for a lot of reasons, all of which have the same root cause which is that the Wall Street ideology about shareholder value has infected every aspect of the way the company runs. Wow. She ain't wrong. No, that's, I know. Uh, I read that and I was like, Ab- Abby's kind of right on this. Yeah. Point. That's point. I don't know if I can uh, call her Abby, but Abby, I'm going to call you Abby. Yeah. You know, that's. I think that's I, a valid point. I changed my mind. I, I, I haven't heard that quote attributed that, to that's her. That's all right. It'll trip up again next, next oh, time. Oh, yeah. Next yeah. time, yeah, it comes yeah. wrong and she'll say something else crazy. This was yeah. in a Time magazine. Employers are living in dumpsters yes. again and... <laughs> <laughs> eating <laughs> they eat no shakes and popcorn <laughs> off and of fig meat gnawing on old turkey leg bones <laughs> not even the original recipe help the people I want that crispy yeah 
right. Yeah, so that was it. That was Abigail Disney. That's, yeah. a, well, that's a fair. Really, very well yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a great point. It's a great point. And then the next day. Thursday, November 24, 2022, Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. On Thanksgiving morning, Bob Iger shared his gratitude on Twitter for the employees and cast members of the Walt Disney Company. In a tweet, Iger said, Giving thanks today to family, friends, and all of my new fellow employees and cast members at the Walt Disney Company. It was always a privilege to work with all of you, and it certainly is a privilege to do it again. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and of course, this continues a week of Bob Iger intentionally sharing his gratitude for those that work at the Walt Disney Company. And this all started out with that initial email that went out to staff when he announced his return. And it continued with another email that same day announcing the town hall on Monday, which we'll get to. Okay. Which has a lot of stuff. But yeah, so right then and there on Thanksgiving Day is his, for lack of a better word, campaigning to get everybody on the same page. Is like, hey, I'm here to help you guys. I I'm, he's communicating. He's telling them this is what's happening. I'm thankful for you guys. Well, this is kind of the part where you're kind of happy to see Bob Iger back, and, and that is that he was always good at this. He was mm-hmm. always good at galvanizing the troops. He was always good at, at making sure everyone was on the same page and, and moving forward in the same direction and getting the cast members to buy into it. He always paid them lip service, whether or not, you know... Um, and, and I, I always do feel like he did treat them fairly. Mm-hmm. I can't say, like, yeah, I have no complaints about how he handled the cast members one bit. I, I think that this is uh, this is him actually speaking what he believes. I mean, he, I like that he communicates, at least, uh, to uh, a, a, a nice, cordial degree, right? Yeah. Uh, even when I was on the Disney Cruise, it's like, you know, they have, like, the, the Golden Mickeys, and he has a video on there. He presents some things, and it's like, oh, well, there he is. Yeah, sorry. Uh, even though he doesn't do like the you know the Sunday thing that Michael Eisner used to do, where he interact with Mickey on his desk of his of his office and stuff like that, but he's still visible and he's still speaking, and he's not afraid to do so to be the he- the face of the company. Cast members love him. Yeah, and then this is a case in point right there. It's like you know I don't I don't remember hearing about a report of a tweet like this. Well, I mean, especially when you have a story coming out that says that Bob Chapek wanted all the cast members fired and gone. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm overruling you, and he convinced the board to to see it his way and made sure that they stayed on until the law was passed that allowed them to. Um, I can't remember what the damn thing was called, but they they were allowed to go ahead and earn money. In, in the interim as they you know, were pretty much had, had no jobs. So, um, no, he's, he's been good at that. That's one thing. you got to give him his due. Like, I mean, people may think we hate him. We don't hate him. Uh, we call out what we see in the, in the, the sense of what we've gotten in the parks, and I always feel like he borrowed from the parks in order to pay for all his acquisitions that he destroyed. But <laughs> that's... that's <laughs> That's another conversation for another day. Oh, man, I'd have that conversation right now. I mean, tell me one thing he bought that's more valuable than when he bought it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure some nerd out there right now is like, well, technically, something that is valued at Pixar is dead as a brand. Star Wars is aimless at this point in time. No one knows where to go with that. The Foxtail God, did they overpay for that one? What was the fourth one that he was known for? What was Pixar? That's dead. Marvel, 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 aimless. Completely. Yeah, like he might. They, people might point to that and be like, "Yeah, oh, he made, yeah off of the plan that was already in place, that was already established, established." Before he but it. once that plan ran out, once they kind of ran it and closed out that chapter of the book, 
it's it's been a mess since then. No, yeah. yeah. So obviously, Igra has great communication, but let's go to the other side of the coin. The next day, Friday, November twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, Black Friday. Arthur Bachner, Vice President of Strategic Communications, speaking of, was let go. Oh. Now you're probably wondering who is this guy? The head of Strategic Communications. Yes, I just I just said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bachner, like Cream <laughs> Daniel, whose uh, leaving was announced on Monday, right back on the 21st, was seen as a key lieutenant of Chapex, which made both execs' departure expected. Right. Hmm. Bachner had first served as Chapex chief of staff until this past August and more recently has been moved to a vice president of strategic communications position as Chapek faced mounting controversies, including his response to the Florida Don't Say Gay Bill, yeah. which first angered Disney staffers. Ooh. Yeah, that you know what? That is another mark against Chapek right there. That you're so bad that you need a, a person entitled strategic communications. Like, shut me the f- up. Yeah. <laughs> when I say something, yeah. speak Stupid. something, yeah. so I can don't look like an idiot. Right, now Danny yeah. gets better. Danny, here's the you know, here's the here's the. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Right, here's the entire department of strategic communications. Yeah. Bob, strategic communications want to meet with you. Okay, <laughs> did you say that? You know, I don't. What was it? The, we the, don't, that we don't you, have nothing you, to do with. Yeah, that, that we were yeah. going to be politically. Yeah. Smack. <laughs> Smack. Stop it. <laughs> What's your you? What's the matter with you? That's Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> That's it. They would just step up and just one big bitch smack to his face and send him on his way. If you're the <laughs> damn CEO, you should not need somebody to tell you what the hell to say. <laughs> when you, yeah. Like, just to stop you from running off at the mouth. Or at least if you want to. Get with someone to say it before it's publicly stated for everyone to read. That yeah. makes that's really strategic because if you're just saying it, then you get slammed. That's just damage control. That's such a like it's such an evil title. The Department of Strategic <laughs> Communications. <laughs> that is so evil. He's got like twenty. Well, yeah, it's not even. It's not even communication. It's strategic. Communication. Right. There's something yeah. sneaky in there. Like exactly. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you're basically you admitting yes. we're mind f***ing you. Yes, <laughs> we're saying things, but these are not real. Th- no, strategic. 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 He's got thirty monitors up. He's sitting there in a big chair with a Persian cat pendant, trying well, to. Well, well, Danny, that um, that, that uh, I'm sorry to say, but that communication wasn't so strategic. Oh no, because Arthur Bachner say was so. also behind Chapex remarks on the Disney's quarter three earnings call. JPEG's performance on that call Isn't and a follow-up up memo to staff is believed to have led to his eventual ouster by yeah. Disney board. So he didn't do that, that great for a JPEG at that third quarter <laughs> earnings call, which just happened to happen just before his release. You What's know what? Yeah, okay, I'm going to give you the strategic earnings call. <laughs> you, re- you ready? Okay. Yeah, wait, wait, this is what strategic <laughs> communications did. All right, you ever saw Aladdin? Yeah. All right, here's what you're going to do, JPEG. Tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the truth. No. And when they realized how much <laughs> money they were lo- like, oh, he got to go. <laughs> that you wanted that Disney, a Disney Plus price hike, didn't you? No, you didn't. That guy must have been thinking that maybe if I get him out, I'll take over. He must have been. That might have been his strategy. Uh, yeah, it didn't work because he's bye-bye. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just yeah. like, that's. Well, I mean, don't feel too bad. He's, he just, he's got a new job now. What, what's that? 
a lead singer in Bachner Turner Overdrive. <laughs> Bachner Turner Overdrive. Okay. I like. Ride, I, drive, drive, let it ride. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. So he's out. Okay. And so two high level right hand people of Chapex are gone now out of the company. So now Yeah, I'm not I'm not losing any sleep over the no, 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 Like no. the first guy, yeah, that that sucks for him because he backed the wrong horse, horse. and you know, it wasn't his thing, but you know, he got involved in this with the site. That's such a BS title. Yes. So nothing happened on Saturday of note, but on Sunday Sunday, November 27th, 2022. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to play Sunday, Monday, happy days. Hit that happy about this. Not happy about days. Uh, no, we get that current affair music going. Ha- yeah. I was going for a CSI kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. No, I went for it, yeah. CSI, without, without current a, affair, without, yeah. Yeah, without uh, offending any copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but on Sunday, guys, guests visiting Castaway Key noted that the sign honoring former Disney CEO Bob Chapek was removed from Castaway Key just a week after he exited company. Now, the sign says Bob Chapek Master Ship Builders. And you can see this as when you disembark the ship and you're Master walking the pier. Bullshit builder. When you're going down the pier and you're walking to Castaway Key, you'll see this little hut looking thing and it says Bob Chapek Master Ship Builders. And uh, people are taking pictures and noticing that it's not there anymore. And I remember the sign. I remember because I, I like, we were there in, in Castaway Key, and I, I might even have a picture on my phone of that sign. Me too. But that yeah. was the wrong move, Kevin. That was the wrong move. It was very petty. Very disappointing in the, in, in the Disney Corporation. But it would have been so awesome if they left the sign there and Bob Chapek, oh, I'm sorry, Bob Iger just went out there with like a paintbrush, oh, crossed off master and wrote in novice. <laughs> oh, I think you're going to say penciled in Bader. Wow. Uh, they're going to put under new management. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <that> <laughs> oh, there were so many fun things you could have done with this. Oh, I was going with novice because he was called a novice for the way he handled. Like that was right. the quote attributed to Iger. Calling Chapek a novice for the way he handled the "Don't Say Gay" bill is the, the the so-called "Don't Gay Say" whatever the yeah yeah the bill thing. Oh, you can you can cross out "master" and replace it with "Padawan" <laughs> for our Star Wars fans. You know. Yeah, you could have had so much. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They're talking about creative. That wasn't creative. That's that's no. That's almost like Saints creative would have been yeah. <laughs> novice. No, that's just, just straight up. Add, just, add add to the end of the name Bader. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like Saints fan level pettiness right or it could have been like I you know, know. bob jacob management now under new management like as lee said i thought that would have been a fun one i mean you could have really made that uh, uh oh, you could just crossed out chapek and put Iger. yeah that would have been funny too yeah, yeah. or you have like a, one of those things where you just stick on top like a sticker <laughs> just slap it on there he's Don't got an nda me. i mean you yeah. know he can't say anything so hell with it man have some fun with it yeah why not have some fun maybe with we it? should have a tombstone in the haunted mansion for Ooh. oh what would it say <laughs> Oh, here lies Chapek. Uh, Too bad he was worried about the paycheck or oh, something hey. lame like that. Here lies Chapek. He had hair before he started this job. <laughs> now he's bald as f- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here lies Chapek under this grass. He once was a CEO. Now he's out on his ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you could say it now. Iger owns his ass. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I like it. That was petty, though. It was, was petty, you're right. You're yes. Right, you're right. It was petty. Also on that Sunday, the movie Stranger World. Are y'all familiar with this? See the commercial. You know, 
I yeah, kind of right. Yeah, like, I saw like a movie poster, and then now I didn't even know when it was coming out, and then someone was talking about how poorly it did, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing, the thing, you know. So, uh, Stranger World bombs at the box office Thanksgiving weekend, becomes the second consecutive Disney animated offering to bomb at the box office following Lightyear. The release that that happened in summer 2022. So before that, it had been roughly 10 years since an example of such a low opening. And we're talking about openings, at least. Maybe overall, it'll do better uh, over time. But at least uh, such a low opening can be found. And that was 10 years ago with Winnie the Pooh. Had a very low opening. You know, the animated things. But, you know, it was Stranger World. I I think maybe I, I might have seen the thing on Disney Plus about it. But I didn't even know this was a thing. I That's... I had no idea. Thank you. I mean... I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, Chapek, you did a terrible job of getting this thing marketed. I had no idea this was even a movie. I thought it was a Disney Plus thing. I, I thought maybe it was a series or whatever else, but I didn't know this was a movie in a freaking theater. I couldn't agree more, and when I found out it was out, I'm like, oh, shoot, well, let me go to Disney Plus and watch it. It wasn't even <laughs> on Disney Plus. And, like, it was in the theater, They right? did horribly. Mar- like, a lot of people like, oh, Disney's rejecting this message and that message and whatever the hell. I mean, because apparently there's, like, a, a gay character or something in there. I don't Oh, they yeah, over that. And they're on, like, yeah, yeah oh, the, this is the public rejecting the met. No, the no. public didn't know this thing existed. Yeah, no, I thought it, if you th- if if Chapek thinks that there's only marketing thing, maybe like social media, which I don't think I ever saw Stranger World on social media. Did you guys do see anything about this? Nothing. I never. Yeah. I nothing. 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 All right. I saw like one commercial for it. I didn't even recognize. It I didn't as even a see a commercial. Movie. Yeah, I didn't, maybe I didn't either. Maybe that was the thing. I didn't realize it was a Disney movie, but I only saw that one. You know, like when you log into Disney Plus and you have all the things that scroll over and you can just check to see what's up and it auto scrolls. Yeah. That's the only time I ever saw that. It was like, oh, Stranger World. Uh, I'll check out that with us later. Let me check out this other thing here. And, and by the way, it could be an absolutely awful movie, be, but I would never know because I've never seen it. No, I never have either. And, and I, I don't like the fact that so many people are just kind of celebrating this as. You know, like, hey, Disney included a gay character in this thing, so ha, 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 screw you. The public rejected it. No, y'all did a horrible job of marketing it. Yes, no, it was terrible. I had no idea it was a movie. Yeah, well, we would have reviewed maybe it. Maybe it was a TV show on Disney+. Plus. I don't know, like a series. Mm-hmm. We could have used the episode. I yeah, mean. we could have reviewed it and whatever else. You <laughs> know, I would have checked it out. We're always looking for content. We're desperate for content. Yeah. If we can just go sit at a movie theater yes. as, ex- as opposed to... Th- Coming up with crap on our own. Thank you. We would have done that. That was more Drake. Yeah. Totally. Watch totally. the movie. Come back. Talk about the Drake. That's what we do. I mean, we're right. usually good to give it a fair shake at least, and then give our opinions on it. But yeah. I didn't know I mean, it was a freaking movie. In the we're theater. not like like look. We're Disney fans. We're we're really big Disney fans, but we're not like uber 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 fans. We're not going to be able to tell you I, if I could name three members of the Disney board of directors. I'd I'd be. If I told you I could, I'd be lying. Oh, I'm not. That I'm guy. sure there are people out there who could do that, and they're that kind of mega and fans. Good for you. But we're pretty high up there in terms of fandom, especially when it comes to creative stuff. Like we love going, and this sounds like something that would have been right up my alley to see. I would have loved to have checked it out. Yeah, but now I won't see it because it's like, well, we've already blown it, and I'm I'm, I'm paying so much now more for Disney Plus than I was before. We can't review it on the show. I'll just wait till it shows up on Disney Plus. Exactly. I'm the same way. It's I'm going like, to watch it. I mean, even where it was, it was a movie release on Thanksgiving weekend. What mm-hmm. a perfect time to go see a movie. You know, yep. most people that have at least Thursday and Friday off in the weekend. Yep. I was like, you got to be kidding me, Disney. It was really, it, it's it's kind of disheartening. So I don't know if you put that on JPEG in the sense of that was just horrible marketing. Maybe they saw the movie. Maybe the movie was as bad as everyone said it was. And they were like, bury this sh- 
stuff, right? Like, I and don't get me wrong, like we love reviewing bad movies too. It, not, actually, those are the most fun reviews. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know? So we still would have gone to go see it. The point of the matter is, is that they buried this. There was nothing out there about this movie. Maybe this was the strategic plan. If it, if <laughs> I see this movie, if this movie is a decent movie. Yeah, that just goes to show how man. Forget about strategic communication. Yeah, how about strategic movie release? Yeah, date marketing people. communication department. Man, it has to be. It has to be. Well, those were the crazy. marketing people for this eating out the garbage can or something and didn't have a chance to. <laughs> well, they were eating Abigail. on the garbage yeah. can in the parks. That's what they were doing. Abigail they're knows. Doing. Abigail knows. Yes. All right. So that happened on that Sunday, and so the following day, this is the big day. Had to watch. Monday, November 28th, 2022, this is the town hall meeting that he announced last week. That Not last week, last week, but the last week that I'm talking about on the show. <laughs> Iger went back. I had to clarify. It's like, last week? No. It was Monday, the 28th of November. Iger went back to Disney headquarters in Burbank, California to hold down a town hall meeting with Disney employees to lay out his priorities for Disney. And there's a lot here, guys. So we're going to go through each one of these. Oh, good. Because I didn't watch this because I figured it was all BS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to hear what we th- we're, I'm going to read each a little bit and we're going to talk about what we think of it. Okay. Everything that he said. All right. So the first thing he said, well, not really said, but this was like before that. It was like a preemptive strike. Iger tweeted a photo of Disney's headquarters and said, filled with gratitude and excitement to be back. That wasn't for Thanksgiving? No, that was for the meeting, the town hall meeting. Oh, okay. he was he was actually in Burbank, California for this. So he took a picture mm-hmm. with the Seven Dwarves, that building. And that's what he said. Excited to be back. He's ready for the town hall that day. So that's when he released that tweet was on that Monday. And then Iger kicked off the town hall by quoting a song from the musical Hamilton, which has been showing on Disney Plus during the lockdown, that says this. These are the words that he chose. He says, there is no more status quo, but the sun comes up and the world still spins. There is a lot to do quickly and of course his entry into that with he said that was met with ovation applause and Iger responded saying that he might he thought he might cry with that mm. kind of reception it's a little melodramatic yeah it? i was never a big fan of hamilton yeah, i never even seen no hamilton not like that he could right. easily just be like it's a simple i liked hamilton but to be honest you know i, I like no book of mormon I, I like oh, okay. no, it's not no Book of Mormon, but I, I liked uh, Lin Manuel Miranda did a musical called In the Heights, which I thought was a lot better. Okay, but you know that's, that's well, this that's is your genre, genre. Yeah, Kev, that's so my I, genre. I, I respect yeah, yeah. that. I, I like Hamilton, but I, I didn't think it was better than In the Heights. Know, but okay. whatever, all right. that, that, that's a totally different topic. Was it better than Book of Mormon? No, oh, Book of Mormon's I think the different because you got like drama and comedy. So I think drama wise, I liked In the Heights. Comedy wise, Book of Mormon's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that hands down. That's just like that. that that's the the what do you call it? The yeah. Uh, the um, I was trying to think of some fifties. Uh, that's the cat's pajamas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know it's, what else. It's got the bee's knees. It's bees the bees. bees. Yeah, I was just trying to think of that. The bee's knees because yeah, it's yeah. also a liquor. It's drink. groovy, man. It's groovy, dude. I dig it. I, I like Book of Mormon. So for you know, because comedy and drama, you have those two masks in theater, and one sad, one's happy. It's those two areas for me. Yeah. Okay. But um, anyway, in this meeting, for one of the first things he did was this. He highlighted that his number one priority is creativity, which we've heard him say before. Bull- previous week Iger said this and I quote Iger said this he says a number of you who worked with me know I'm obsessed with that so obviously we're obsessed with that we know that but I'm obsessed with that for a reason it's what drives the company Iger said it is not about how much Disney creates but rather how great the things are that we do create what's the greatest thing that has come out of the Iger 
years at Disney. Like, what is the great what Frozen acquisitions? Is that <laughs> acquisitions? I'm like, I'm talking like like movies and like the acquisitions. <laughs> the acquisitions. I no no. Mm. Uh, okay. No, the the best years under the Iger administration. Spider Man No Way Home. Mm, yeah, th- that was good. I'm trying to find something good. Man. That, yeah. That's what I was trying to do. That was a challenge. That was good, but that was again. Is that Chapek or is that Iger? I think you got to give that to Iger. I thought that's what we were going. That, we're going yeah. Chapek or Iger? No, well, that's what I'm saying. But technically, Chapek was involved at that point in time. I think though, because Iger was an, like that's the thing you don't so, know how to attribute it. I think you got to credit it to Iger. But there again, was it a great movie? No, I enjoyed it better. Than- no, 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 no. I'm not saying it wasn't a fun movie. We did a whole review about it. You can go back and listen to it, guys. Where it was a great movie, gave you all the feels. You were invested, and you had a lot of fun. But it made no freaking sense whatsoever. It was all over the place, <laughs> and it it was just like as long as you checked your brain at the door, you could watch something. To me, it's like when you hear like guys like Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese criticize Disney uh, or Marvel movies, I should say, and you're like, that's ah, a bunch of BS. It's a lot harder to argue it with this one. You, you know what's funny about that, Dan? I, I agree with you here. I, I'm looking well, at these numbers, right? So I'm okay. looking at all these worldwide box office numbers of the previous movies that were during Iger's reign. So let me. Th- these are the movies that have grossed in the billion-dollar mark. Okay. And it's Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. This is terrible. The Lion King. Ale- Wait, the remake? The remake, yes. And uh and, and I got a oh, point God. to this. Can we can we hang that on the the alleged creatives, the the live action remakes? Yes. And, and you know, cuz I got I got got a point to this cuz I thought it was interesting that these are the only ones that are a billion dollar worldwide. Aladdin also we made it in there. <laughs> the Star re- Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Um, Beauty and the Beast, and let's Average. see, uh, Peach Dragon. <laughs> Peach no, no, I'm sorry, not Peach Dragon. Yeah, no, Moana's Beauty nowhere and in there. Where's Moana? No, no, no. Uh, the Jungle. Uh, no, what is it? Zootopia. Zootopia was a billion dollar one. No, uh, worldwide. Okay, okay, at best. So out of all of them, if you notice, uh, and my point is this: out of all of them, though, only one of them is not based on something that was released back in the nineties. In, yeah, or, or not based on property that already existed. Like Zootopia right. is the only one mm-hmm. that was in the billion dollar mark that was almost pretty much original, which I thought was great. But everything else is built on Star Wars, you know, Aladdin, Lion King. That was all Eisner back in the nineties. Yeah. Man, this is all just built off of that. Zootopia is definitely the best of that bunch, as far as the actual movie itself, the storyline, and and all that stuff. I mean, you, I don't know about the Star Wars stuff. Some people like it. That's great. That's cool. But you're right. It's exactly right. Like none of that is none of it is original. Zootopia is the only one that was original. That's my yeah. point. Like Zootopia is the only one that's honest original content, where everything else is relying on nostalgia mm-hmm. of the material itself. Now Moana deserves to be in there. Moana. Let me see what Moana worldwide was. That was. I don't know what what it what it. But I mean, that to me was a brilliant movie Moana, under Iger's watch. Yeah, Moana. Unfortunately, was Coco. not in the billion dollar. That was. It was high. It was it was six six hundred thirty one million. It was in that area. Coco was also in the seven hundred ninety seven million. So it was high up there, but it was didn't cross that billion mark like the other ones. And the only reason why I think it crossed the billion dollar mark was because of nostalgia. Onward was okay. You know, onward. What was onward? Let me see what it's. Yeah, it's here. not going to be up there because onward was right at the height of the pandemic. 
Armor got jacked up. Yeah, yeah, it got jacked up badly because of the the pandemic, and I think it could have done better because it was an okay movie, not a great movie, but an okay movie, and it I had enjoyed potential it. though. For yeah, it did higher. Uh, yeah, expansion. that one's kind of tough to say. It only reached 133 million, but like I said, it wasn't in the movie theater, so that was it was that was a little bit tough to do. Uh, I mean, if figure we, if, out, yeah. If we want to go to Black Panther, uh, and, and, and that yes, 100. percent If we want to go to um, Thor Ragnarok, 100. percent But I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I give, I got to give. But that's a different credit. phase. That's the problem. Unless you're, it's just splitting the hairs as to his raid, but then the phases of the movie where well, it, it it's hit like, a certain. But mark. my point is I like, hate, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, can I just say this one yeah, thing? Yeah, yes, oh, yes, yes, well, two things. I'll say two things. One to go back to the point I was trying to make for Lee, the deal under Michael Eisner effectively landed Disney, Toy Story, the franchise, Monsters Inc. The franchise, Finding Nemo, the franchise, Cars, the franchise, The Incredibles, the franchise, and they never spent a dime to make like, all they did was distribute it, and and they got the rights to put them in the theme park theme parks. They had the right to the to make sequels. So Pixar couldn't have made their own sequels under the Eisner deal with it. And since Iger took over, they had a couple movies in the pipeline. Ratatouille being one of them, Wally being one of them. They were already in the pipeline. But once Disney got a hold, would we start seeing unnecessary Pixar sequels? Gravely unnecessary. I liked Monsters University. It was a fine film. Is it ever going to be anything transformative? No. Is it ever going to be anything like, oh my God, that's one of the best things? No. Uh, but the majority of what Pixar did beyond that, The Good Dinosaur. Oh God! What were some of the other travesties that came out of this? Travesties. I mean, I, CFG. I, yeah. I, look, they did better under the Michael Eisner framework than with. I mean, and, and Pixar as a, as a brand, like I said, is dead, dead as a doornail. But I think where I was going with it was before some of these Marvel stuff, like Black Panther. Black Panther was a freaking layup. That's being handed. A, 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 you're you're given the ball under the goal with no one guarding you and saying, "Can you just put that in the basket?" Yes, the one had seen. Yeah, right. No one had ever seen it yet before. And don't get me wrong, Ryan Coogler and company—they did phenomenal. And credit to them for going ahead and greenlighting that. Yeah, we like Creed. We saw Creed, Creed Two. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But to sit there and say like, "Hey, you know, it'd be great base a movie off the comics with this property and really kind of make that world come to life." I mean, that is. There's just some things that are a layup. Black Panther was a layup. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I give them credit for the idea of making it, but not that much credit because you should have. Why, why, why would we have not thought to make this? Like, you know, and that's not even to say Black Panther was the best movie I've ever seen from Marvel. Black Panther, I don't think Black Panther would be in my top five Marvel movies. I think it was a different Black Panther. I was talking with uh, the gentleman at work about this. It was like the Black Panther that was in Civil War. Yeah. It was a different Black Panther than was actually in the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that dude was 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 out to get you. You know, uh, and we didn't really see that. You know, that's uh, right because like the Black Panther that was in Civil War is more in line with the Black Panther I remember from the cartoon series. Well, yeah, well yeah. That, that dude like you my daddy was it's on. Yeah, you know, but you yeah, got he to the play. movie yeah. it was like, oh well, this is yeah. That. All of a sudden, Democracy. Nakia shows up and you hear, hi. <laughs> you such, you that freeze. Was, that was the you most freeze. awkward <laughs> moment of the movie when all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> like an antelope in the headlight. Took me out of the goddamn movie with that. I mean, the yeah. girl's fine. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. She, the girl is yeah, fine, but still. Yeah. But I mean, really, I mean, who would carry that movie? Killmonger. Absolutely. The, yeah. the portrayal no, of Mondo, Montel, uh, 
Mike Montel Williams. Montel Jordan. Montel Williams. Yes. Oh. Michael B. Jordan. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Nominal yeah, yeah, yeah. time. I, I, yes. I, I will go let you fall on that one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I Mike, think, this is how we do it. Yeah. You know what? Something that's <laughs> underlying all of this is like I can't help but think is like okay. If you're not a creative, go ahead and hire the creatives to make help you make the decisions with you. But at some point, I feel like you got to listen to them better to make these things actually happen. I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. But I feel like, you know, if if you're not a creative, you should surround you surround yourself creatives. But a lot of things should have been better had maybe you would have listened to them more. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, yes, but, fair, but. but- there has to be a balance, though, I think. Right? Well, yeah. Yes. I was, well, I, he's, I don't know if we're about to say the same thing. Probably. Well, let them both. Uh, yeah, go for it. The, the, the trick is. We is share that the same brain sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Every now and again. It's cute. It's uh, I love it. Sometimes with continuity, you that's what you have to be the most mindful of, right? Like, you can have one person come in. Like, in, in comics, as an example, you can have. You could have a writer come in and say, oh, I'd like the Avengers to do this and do basic hero stuff. And then you have a guy like Mark Mark Millar come in and say, you know what would be cool? If the, Hulk, the Hulk took a person and ate him. You wouldn't see that before. And then people go crazy. <laughs> wouldn't see that before. That's because it's true. You it know? was awesome. It's awesome. And, uh, and and then, like, you say, you know what would be cool is if, you know, Nick Fury was, was black and he was, you know, Oh, Samuel Jackson looks just like him. Like in other words, yeah, they get a lot of credit for that. And they don't realize that that was the way it was in the comic. Exactly, it was a, that was the ultimate. Yeah. that was a book. And um, and I I met the guy a long time ago. Dan knows the story, and I was like, man, that was awesome. I never saw the Hulk eat someone. That makes so much sense. And well, can I just just uh, just so the listeners out there understand this? When I say that that was introduced in the comics, I don't mean that there was a black Nick Fury in the comics. I meant. He was drawn as Samuel L. Jackson in the comics. Yes. It wasn't any, it's not like, oh, we just cast Morgan Freeman. No, it was, it was drawn by Mark Millar. Well, uh, Brian. I'm sorry. Mark Millar wrote it and then. um, Thank you. Oh, God. I want to say Brian Singer. That's not the name. But giving them credit for casting Nick, Nick, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. Yes. No. It was literally a given. Yeah, I mean, and and pretty much even uh, you can look at the book. I mean, it's it's a it's a good blueprint. I mean, you know, the people that they casted. I mean, is, is, much, is a comics? I mean, is a cartoon kind of like uh, straight out of the books? What you say? Because uh, I mean, I feel like the Nick Fury was looks just like that. To be fair, it, well, the I don't know comics, how they connect. The comics was way yeah. more graphic because yes. we could it could get away with that, and the well, Hulk yeah, was way be, more yeah. intense, way more. And then like, but, but as they, far as like how the characters look, but what, yeah, oh, yes. when I look at the old well, cartoons that well, I used to watch, I'm like, well, which well, which car fan? Which cartoon did Captain uh, America? Yes, Avengers Assemble. Hulk? No, man. Hulk had that bug eyed look like. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they've changed. Yeah, I'm talking about like remind me of like Anessa, you fish eye fool. <laughs> like you know, like he had those eyes that were just like they were like fish eyes. Yes, and so you kind of jump. Yeah, glossed over. Iron Man. Iron Man is another example. Um, uh, a guy, an artist named Addy Gravinoff redesigned the Iron Man costume a while back, and then that's the Iron Man costume that you see 
right. the in the comics now and in the movies and stuff moving forward. Well, I was thinking Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes that or that, that the, the, the yes, first but, Avengers one that yeah. look, kind of looks like Nick Fury. So I was, that, when you said that, I was like, I wonder if it's based on the comic books. No, know. I'm sure it is, but, but I mean, one's yeah. a genesis to lead to another. Right, thing right. Spins off on top. Okay, Eli's yeah. point. They did redesign the Captain America look. Yeah. Oh, really? Has become the iconic Captain America look that we get, kind of like you get. Is that what we see in MCU? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 100%. Interesting. Because usually, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, you're no, the comic I'm, guru. I'm, I'm not as versed in the comics. I'm mowing your lawn. Yeah. You, you no, go you ahead. Go, no, I'm no, cutting you, go. you off. And, no. you know, yeah, but the yeah. way you mowed his lawn looks good, man. I like yeah, how that, his hair I, is done. It I looks like a cloth. He's a cloth brother right now. Manscaping. Yeah. Oh. That. No, he's right in the sense that Captain America originally has like this uniform that looks like fish scales on it. And so, again, when they did the ultimates, they changed that whole look and you know and made him more made it look like real like yeah. you would really go into armor like if you went into battle, you might actually wear this. Yes. And then the MCU kind of adopt that. Like if you remember you saw the original Avengers and Captain America's wearing this bubble headed thing, like it's like that didn't look right. And they went back, back. to the original design that they came up with from the comics so yeah they meshed them with the helmet yes. and then like the little thing of wings but not wings sticking out so I guess what, I guess what we're trying to say here just kind Sorry, of yeah, back, but before I forget though I, I would like to do a show like that just sure like talking about people's cartoons and tying yeah. it into the comic books and the cartoons just to see the look I think that'd be an interesting show to talk about the history of how these characters look. But anyway, that's on the side. Well, well, but, oh, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I ahead, forgot. Ahead, um, I, I went down a rabbit, but the point was was to say was to say that these guys could be about business and still listen to creatives, but they have to kind of make a guideline for the creative people to understand that, hey, we made, using Black Panther as an example in Civil War, like, okay, Black Panther was doing this right here. Let's keep him this awesome. You could have a different guy or whoever doing it because he was in a team movie, but you say, hey, look, Keep this dude awesome like this throughout. Because sometimes if you get a person that is creative, and I've done this myself when I work for other people, I'm like, I want to take it this way. And if you let the person... You, you got to wrangle the creative. Yes. yes. You, no, I, I, 100%. You totally I, have to do that for I continuity. Com- yes. No, I completely agree with that. Because if you let creatives go on their way up, it's like popcorn. It's going to go everywhere. Right. And you got to have somebody. And I think that's what the dynamic between Walt and Roy, that was great. Because yeah. Walt was just... He could... Whatever he thought about some, yeah. Roy was like, okay, how can we do this? Well, yeah, you, <laughs> you want. So he kind of wrangled it, like reined them in just a touch. Yeah, yeah. you know. So no, I, I I totally understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, some creatives that yeah, it'll be like an acid trip of a movie, whereas you you need it to be able to be digestible by the, the average viewer. human viewer, not necessarily somebody who can appreciate the. Finer qualities of color yes. striations yes. and whatever the hell else, but I mean, right. I, I guess what I was trying to go before, and I think he like kind of closed it on the best uh, argument you could make. But I'll just reiterate what I said before, which is some of this stuff is a layup, and what they created in the comics. I mean, this is it's like when they do some of the new Star Wars stuff, and they just base it off of the extended novels. It's like you're not bringing in people you, you're not reinventing the wheel you're not telling new stories you're just basing this stuff all these alleged creatives are basing this stuff off of other creatives work and you're just cherry picking yeah you know, they call it creativity but it's just cherry picking what other people did that worked and let's use that and then let's take that 
mix it in with whatever social message that we want to put forward. That's and, the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then cast, you know, people in there that people and, and then boom, throw that out there. And then by the time the product gets to you, it's diluted. You know, and then it's it it's not as good as it, as it should have been. But every once in a while, you know, as uh, to Lee's uh, uh, point earlier, it's like sometimes a, a broken clock can be right twice a day. Uh, and then you get something that's really really good, or you get a creative vision like um, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok was great. It was absolutely great. It was something we hadn't seen before. It was so new, it was so different. And then they try to do the exact same thing and make Thor look like an even bigger dumbass. And the last one, and people were like, mm, "Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa!" Now, but you had this before, but now you're making Thor look like. I, I don't know. He was like Rocky Balboa, Not and he's Thor, a little yeah. punch drunk now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with some of the stuff he's doing. Insane. And I mean, I like Taika Waititi. Not to go off on a tangent, but I, you know, part of me feels like he was strapped to a certain. This is what it has to be, mm-hmm. and he could let it be. But I, I, I'm just speculating here. I don't know for true. None of us. If that's it, none of us know what happened behind closed doors. We're not in the room when it happened. To quote Hamilton, uh, those who know that reference it. But it's like uh, I feel like. If Taito, Taika Waititi would have let it do his own vision, it might have been a little bit different. It might have been better. Who knows? But we never know that. We we will never know. Well, but I mean, according to you know Bob and them, this is this is a guy that you know this is one of the creatives. And that's what Disney does. Yeah. And this movie would have been put together in 2021. Yep. And yeah. So yeah. I, if that didn't happen, I'd like to know why. Yeah. But I yet, he, how does he not just look at the comic and say, "All right, well, here's the comic we own." Uh, boom. Just uh, there you got like, talk, talk to Jason Darren. Yeah. He works for us now. We own. Him. I ain't got time to read no comics. You know, like he made. He made I ain't got guy. time to stream no sticking eel. I'm my executive. Well, again, you know what I'm saying? I I'm get a it. Disney executive. Yes. I got time for no this. No time for this. That's what it keeps coming back to, though, doesn't it? It's like, okay, you've got Star Wars. What are you going to do with it? Um, look at the that they did an extended series and, and include as much nostalgia and in, into the that references the, the old stuff as we can. It's like, yeah, but what is your vision to move this forward? Oh, well, that's we, it. Well, we ain't got nothing. Yeah. Don't have anything. Just have lightsabers but and Yoda. Let's, that's all you need. And, and just say Skywalker every now and then. Let's keep talking like we're jacking off creatives over here. No, you're not. You're cherry picking from other creatives. Right. You're taking the best of what they did. You're mixing it in with your social little messages and your whatever you think is going to sell that week. And and you, and you're, you're you're giving us a, a watered down lesser version of what it is that we wanted to see. Creative bukkake, but not well, as good. Yeah. And the, oh, my last thing is the only credit those people get is a nice like small thing mm-hmm. if you decide oh, to stay yes. through the movie yes. and hope for an extended scene. Little hundred percent. I, I watched it. I'm like, yeah, that guy. He made that. Yes. He didn't. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like, oh, I'll just turn this dude a different color, put on a different uniform. He created the guy out of nowhere. And right. He, you're taking that dude's stuff and then you make it a, on a bigger scale and you don't ask the dude about the dude that made the dude. He should have been like a creative <laughs> consultant or something on this project. Right. Yeah. Like the idea that you would do She-Hulk and not bring in any of the people that helped create She-Hulk. Dude, right. Yeah, that yeah. you would not consult John Burns who really kind of made her the character, the attorney at law. No, nope. don't need to talk. Don't to need this. it. Nope. Don't need to talk to any of these people. We know better what to do with your creation than you guys do. Yeah, they, you right. know it's funny because it's like I was talking about this with the musician thing. We had a similar issue, and it's like you know we understand the issue, but the guy making paying the money, and making decisions, I don't think quite understands the issue here. 
No, and that's you know? fine. It's fine if they don't, but then don't sit here talking about, you know us, we're all about creatives over here. Right. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, and, don't and make all that strip mining, thing, other creatives work, and then kind of putting them in a the blender and creating your little, you know. Hodge pies. Yeah, smoothie yeah. of. Your little shepherd's pie. Star of Wars smoothie. Or <laughs> smoothie. You know, meanwhile, the original cooks are like, man, we could make some good stuff over here. Like, yep. now nah, we go with the shepherd's pie, okay? People yeah, we go with the shepherd's pie. We got the gumbo. We got, we we got, got a little creative. bit of everything. That's right. We like creatives. All right, so what's and next reason, up? And and before, before we, we do be here forever. Yeah. But, yeah. Right, he hit a point of me. He yeah. hit a point. Well, the reason why right uh, you know we're uh, listen to the reason why we're harping on this because we are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and so if you mention creative, and this is something we've been preaching about, this is one of the points which I expected that we're going to talk a lot about on because you know basically what I'm going to say is like you say that Iger, prove it, mother, prove that, prove it. Let's see what happens. Put your money where your mouth is, dude. Let's see what happens, because and we're gonna be watching because that that's what we do. We're I mean we're creatives, but anyway, we'll go on. He says more of the town hall. And I'll kind of go through this and we can comment as we go because there's a bunch of other stuff other than creative. But that was his main thing. That was his main message. So it's fair it's always that we a- would have commented this the longest on this thing. Yeah. The creative piece because that's right, We're going to rein ourselves in from here yes, on that. Okay, we're gonna, we're, right. Yes. Because the rest of it is just, you know, academic. Uh, so Iger on that day goes on to say that Disney's hiring freeze will remain in place for now at least. Mm. He also mentioned that the duration of the hiring freeze will be a factor as he addresses Disney's overall cost structure. In other words, we spend too much money on Fox. <laughs> so yeah, gotta figure out how to work it out, and it'll freeze. And then once we figure that and out, we'll Disney streaming, it. which I created, isn't good, going yes. so well. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta like not be able to feed your kids because of my incidents. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> then he goes on to say, and this is a pertinent regarding Disney Plus. He says Iger acknowledged Disney's focus must shift towards making its streaming businesses profitable. And this is Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, ESPN Plus, all that. Profitable rather than concentrating on simply adding subscribers. So he wants to make it more profitable instead of just adding subscribers, which was the company's priority when he gave up the CEO and job in 2020, so mm-hmm. he says. And then Iger continued to say, if you look long-term at the future of linear TV, it would be wise to be skeptical or pessimistic about it. How it manifests itself in our company, I don't know. Yeah, this is where this guy's like a word ninja. Like, you know, it's a whole idea like, we're not worried about getting new subscribers, which would, you know, enable the profitability of it by having more people sign up for Disney+. Plus. We're worried about how to engage in the profitability of what we already have, which is the subscribers are already paying you. Commercials in Disney+. Plus. Like, I'm like, and then he keeps talking, and then somewhere along the way, you lose the point, and you're like, squirrel. You know, yeah. <laughs> and you just off into the like i have no idea with what he said meant there oh no dude i could tell you exactly what that means okay please do that means youtube it's gonna be just like youtube you're gonna get a commercial just before you watch your featured whatever you clicked on if you <laughs> notice when you go into youtube on the app every time you want to watch a video there's some commercial that pops up and you gotta watch it sometimes you gotta watch it sometimes you can skip after five seconds well and then you get your damn video i guarantee <laughs> you that's what disney plus is going to go they're doing to. an ad based thing then they better take like they better take my price down 
because I, I'll downgrade to the ad version and and because I'm not paying what I'm paying now for an ad based version of you're right plus and and that's one of the things that people speculate I didn't mention this but this was brought up on Monday okay uh, but it was speculated he might do something about the Disney plus prices because Chapek was all about just raising the prices to increase profitability right sure. but you know they're 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 hoping that he doesn't do that and just kind of goes back on that plan and does something different mm-hmm. and the only way you can induce property uh, profitability is just by offering paying for ads. I don't know how else to do it in 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 media, and and YouTube's an example of that. They've been doing it, and I and it aggravates the shit out of me when I watch maybe even one of our videos, and we got to watch a freaking ad. To be fair though, I I don't mind the ad because that lets me go use the bathroom and let me go, you know, get something to drink, stuff like that. And I okay, come well, back. Fair, I yeah. know I got a minute forty five to do something. Because you, know? you can either do that, or you can pay extra to have no ads. Now, so that's where I see right. where it's going. Extra, yeah, well, but, take that dump. But then he just said that, yeah, okay, so he's not worried about new subscribers. So new subscribers, the only way, that, that would be a way to bring him there. Like, hey, you don't have to pay this much money. You can pay a lesser cost, but you'll just have ads. But that's new subscribers. But if you don't want ads, then you get, you, you get, you can pay this tier. Like, because you'll have a whole bunch of old subscribers being like, I don't watch this much Disney Plus. Like, right. Yeah, downgrade me. Yeah. Like I'd be, I'd, uh, that, I'd be that right. with the, I'd stay with the ads. Uh, yeah, I, I would 100 percent do it. Yeah. I do it with the ads and stuff like that. I think, especially if you give me the skip option after five seconds. Can I say something? Like I, I remember us talking about it when Disney Plus launched, and we talked about the price, and we couldn't believe that for three years we were going to get like, wait, this much content at this cost. Sign us up. I thought they underpriced it to begin with. Well, there was a lot of complaint too that they didn't release the vault in Disney Plus either. Oh yeah, well that was something they That's talked that they were going to yes. do, and yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, mm. that would have been that would have been great. And you know, in that case, I've been like, "Yo, you guys aren't charging enough for this. I would yeah. pay more for this." But it's not surprising that they didn't release the vault. I mean, did yeah. we really think we we're going to see Song of the South? Really? No, no. 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 There, there'd be some vault pieces that they will just leave in, the, like Pocahontas. They probably leave in the vault. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> but that's but but to to your to your point. That's the kind of stuff that should entice me to want to get some not ad, you know, ad thing. It's something that I can't see anywhere else but this site. Like if you say to me, okay, listen, um, I don't know, Captain America 8's coming out. It's gonna be out in the theater, but only because you're a Disney Plus you know, subscriber without ads, you're gonna get that junk the first month or come. Okay, well now you got my interest. Not you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the kind of incentive that you would need for the consumer when you think about how ridiculous it is that we haven't had a, a captain america animated series oh, uh, an no, iron yeah. man animated series uh you know thor anime like any that's of those new or that's just like that's big. new that's yeah it's 100 new like you know where you make sure for yeah when you think it. about it i mean it's kind of it's crazy like you don't need you know chris evans or robert dan jr or anything like that uh, you yeah. can go ahead and just run something if you really wanted to do something with these characters but i mean but yeah but it's not it's not worth what it is that they do and that's part of the reason why that streaming service doesn't do very well i mean what there's too much competition for streaming right oh there's a ton ton there's a ton now and the common but yeah. the, the ones that do the the most better stuff is they they don't treat themselves as like an extension of something well it's episodic storytelling that's what right. those really great streaming shows do and that's what makes right. you come back and you're watching with disney like we we've covered a few of these things and we always like after we cover them like let's not do that ever again because there's so much filler right there's- well that's the thing it's like you know a mark of q more yeah he even says like some of these series could have just been a two-hour movie and that's exactly. it exactly that's it you yeah, that's it feel it when you're watching so again these alleged creatives like i i haven't seen like a show like 
to me, the best show that I watched was Loki. Loki was pretty damn good. Yeah, Loki was pretty good. I, I liked the subject more. matter. It kept me guessing. I didn't really know where things were going to go, but there were still episodes that were filler. Yeah. Or there yeah. were still episodes that you were like, man, like, okay, they teased this. So we're going to go here. And I really kind of thought we we're going to explore that, but we never really did. And, you know, really good shows, episodic television. I just, I don't think that we've seen that. I think what you see when you watch Disney Plus is a lot of base hits. I don't think you see a lot of people swinging for a home run. An extended yeah. movie? Would yeah. you say that? Something. Like 100%. A movie that it just decided to stretch over 10 or 12 episodes or whatever? Yeah. So and I, then they, they fatigue you out on Marvel because they're like, you're so conditioned like in order to understand everything else that's going on, you have to watch all this stuff. And then it becomes like, I don't even want to watch this. Like Eternals. I've tried to watch <laughs> it twice. Then Eli's like, oh, let's Dude, do a I show. I haven't even made it through once. About phase four. And I'm like, uh, okay. That's fair. I can do it. I'm going to do it. Like I'm like training myself to watch this movie that has turned me off at least twice. I don't put myself above that because you remember what I mean. No. I, I said it to myself. I said, look, I have to finish watching the Eternals, LOL. Because like even I, I stopped. But that now that's a different thing altogether. But to your I point, think it was sponsored by Ambien. I, I took it. Or uh, the same people that sponsored Lord of the Rings for me. <laughs> it should have been sponsored oh, by Adderall. I haven't. I, I haven't thank made you. it through Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. That's for another one. I can't. Uh, no, can't do that. No. Let's no. walk. Let's keep walking. No, and yeah. walk some more. Don't you agree, Lee? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Gandalf? <laughs> yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf the not so wise. Just making. Just making sure you're still there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. The, All right. the last thing is that st the streaming service doesn't personalize itself to you. Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't say stuff like like Netflix is good with this. Like you watch this, so you might like this. Disney That's Plus a simple if then statement. Yeah. I think they need to program into their stuff. Yeah, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? They don't because do that. Yeah. If I don't if I don't consciously tell myself, oh, I want to watch whatever. You can't find it. I can't find it. I agree. It. No, I agree. I agree. It's, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, so it doesn't feel personalized. I feel like the there's viewer. a simple if-then statement that should be there and then some logic built into the programming. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, you're, not, a, you're not alone. It just, it just makes sense. Netflix set Maybe a we build a website that gives listeners that that watch Disney Plus, if you've watched, plug in what you've watched and we'll tell you what you might like. Like, yeah. yes. Yes, because Netflix is very good at that. Yeah. They set a very high standard so that you can feel like this is your personal channel and you don't always know what you're going to watch right, on television right. mm -hmm. until you hit it. All right. Also in that town hall, Iger noted this. He said that he won't be... Uh, Disney won't be pursuing any major acquisitions in the near future and adding that he's comfortable with the, Disney's current set of assets. What else is there to buy? Uh, Warner Apple? Brothers. DC. Apple. He's going to buy it. Apple. He needs to get into the computer market. Disney yeah. the computer. Disney the laptop. Get into wrestling by <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Holy dude. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, do that. MMA? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, mm. but he, yeah, because they they have stuff on ESPN Plus, which they they have. So yeah, you can do all kind. There's always more stuff to buy. Look, this is so anti Bob Iger. You know he wants to buy something. You know he wants to buy. He just knows the credit card's maxed out. That's <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. Yeah, he, he can't so, spend any more money. So, this is so yes. frustrating to him. Yes. No, I, I I agree with that. Yeah, this is this is this is like I can't spend any more money. Right. So yeah, we're definitely not. He gonna would do anything. love to have something else. Yeah. Well, if that was your, but that's the thing, right? If that's your claim to fame, 
this is your true test. Your true test now is how do you modify what you bought? I mean, like if you bought a car, yes. if you know the car is falling apart, you still got to get parts for it. You want to, you want to modify well, How do you rebuild it, it? How do you make it better? Yes, how absolutely. How are we going to put that new uh, exhaust on there? How are you going to put the new sheen on it? I would say that his biggest test is that, yes, he's got a, 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 a product that he told all the easy stories to tell, the most marketable, the the, the, the fun stories, if you will, the ones that we all know. Origin stories always, to me, work well because they're tried and true. You knew the origin of, you know, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Exactly. Over and over and over again, you knew it. Like, you know, all they had to do was hit the major marks. Now it's all about taking what they own and doing something original with it. And as you could tell from what they did with Star Wars, they're not very good at that. No. No. Hey, we lost the Empire. What do we need? A first order. <laughs> order up. Yep. <laughs> order up. <laughs> I need two eggs slammed and, 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 a, and, a, and a Han Solo dead. I need, I need a half-ass Darth Vader. <laughs> I, need, I, need a, I need a swift and pilot. Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I'm sorry. What was the guy? Um, Snoke. Snoke. No, 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 no. I not need a piece of Snoke. No, not, well, he he was a No, I'm thinking of uh, Kylo Ren. No, 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 no. What was the Peter Cushing role? Peter Cushing. Oh, the um, um, the guy that the little redhead dude took over for, you know, um, Peter Cushing. You know, uh, oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. You're talking about old school Star Wars. Moff Tarkin. Or something. Oh, that's Marf, it. Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. Where they replaced him with that little redhead guy who turned out to be the traitor. Oh, that's right. The first, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. Commander oh, Hux. Hux, that's right. He's in the he's in the right. Oh boy, yeah. Hux, yes. That's a full order right there, and and I don't think that should be hard because it shouldn't. It be, shouldn't be, especially for somebody again who likes to flate the creatives, creatives exactly, but still can't seem to come up with an original direction to take this stuff. Like, yeah, I, or look, fillet them and then see it to completion. Please, yeah, you could do this. Like this, is really easy. I'm not even the president of this company. You could just go out there and find fan fiction. For whoever, and then say, "I'll sell, I'll buy your fan fiction story for thousand dollars." Yeah, some of that stuff's good. Yes, some of that stuff is really good. It's really good. Then you could just go ahead and just plop all the actors in there. Tell the person that you bought the fan fiction, like, "Hey, you want to come see the viewer and tell everybody you had a hand in, in doing this?" That person would like explode. You want to sleep in Cinderella's castle for a night? <laughs> right. That can we have your story? Dude, can no, that's story? that's a thing. Like not not only would they explode, but like his stuff would explode cuz like you'd have the thing was like, "Well, you want to see the original that it was based on? Check it out." And then you start to see the comparisons like, "Oh yeah, that's badass." Right. Oh, they, you know, both videos, it's a win-win. And then that the business would say. And then that person who who blows up, they tell it to everybody. Now you've got free advertising about just cuz social media is Right, is all everybody's blowing each other. Everybody. It's great. I did like let's say the person you bought the fan fiction from is is a woman, or if you know they're they're black, or they're both, or whoever doesn't even matter. You like the story now. That person's it's throwing person. out this stuff, and then now you fixed your inclusivity problem. You know what I mean? Like in other words, in the most basic form, if you're saying you're about creativity and how do you modify every single property that you bought. It ain't that hard. Somebody's always writing a story about this Somebody's character. already done it. Somebody's written something that they wish they w- this would have been like. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So I, the next thing he talked yeah. about in town hall, he said, Iger said that he wouldn't make any dramatic proclamations about Disney's work-from-home policies, but said he felt creative businesses work best when employees work together in person. 
Iger said, and I quote, I happen to believe that in creative businesses, there's tremendous value in working from the same place. Iger told the Disney employees, it creates an energy. It is very enabling to creativity. I am not making any proclamations, but I think it's extremely important. To go with this, he added that Disney and most companies should be more flexible with how employees manage their personal professional well, lives. Can I tell you, that is why Lee is the weakest member of the Magic Boy <laughs> podcast, because he doesn't work in person. Well, that's the yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so the three of us, yeah. like, was, we're in the same room. We're in the same room. We're just working and going, and, and, and Lee's, like, on, like, seven second delay like i'm still talking and lisa and her <laughs> he's just grinning like what the hell <laughs> no I, I you know it's funny I, I, he's searching yeah. for the unmute button <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like i'm done oh man you know i what'd I, you say uh, <laughs> what'd you say say it again you know, I believe I, I like the, the 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 balance between your home your home life work life balance kind of thing, as they say. But I also agree, and we're examples of that. It's like we're all in our room together. I mean, sparks fly, I mean, things yeah. ignite, and it's just easy because we feed off of each other's energy. Which, you know, during the lockdown, we did our best to try to keep that, but it was a little bit harder. We had to work a lot harder to it. Not to say that it's not impossible to do it in a virtual environment. But when we're all in the same room together and we're all experiencing the same thing and we're trying to drive some ideas, I mean, hell, guys. I mean, we came up. What was it? We came up with. I'm trying to find. We came up with this. We came up with Lee's sexy music, which became our sexy music, which became Lee's like uh, promotion for his travel business. What? We came up with all that little jingle, and and you know that that's just one example, but it's happened all throughout this podcast. So yeah, to an extent, yeah, I I agree with what He's Bob right. had yeah. to say, uh, and at the same time, yeah, I do. I agree. There's a bit of a work life balance, but there has to be some kind of you know balance within that itself. well you gotta unplug and you got like eli and i can talk all day about creative stuff but it's like at some point in time it's like all right you need to shut up and i need to shut up and we need to go find our find it within ourselves now and then when we come back to have the second conversation it's about what now we filtered it through us because yeah you can compromise so much so to where you know it, you you're less with this hodgepodge of ideas as opposed to like where somebody like you know comes and and filters that through mm-hmm. what they would have done right. and somebody sits down and is like i've got the next thing and it's like okay what is it that perfect it's it yeah and, yeah and, so, yeah, it, it yeah, and there's, if there's an aspect of a thing that you're working on somebody else could work on that and bring right. it back to the take that piece off work on it bring it back and then you got a whole little thing that you're right uh, combining yeah. together i mean it's it's just it's it's more efficient in an in person kind of. You setting. need team creativity, but you also need individual creativity. Exactly. Yeah. And individuals yeah. have a hard time creating in the team environment when everyone's shouting their right there. It's hard to think about what you would do next when the ideas are flying fast and furious. But if you're sitting there home alone and you can really kind of come up with something, then yeah, it helps. Yeah, you bounce off the ideas in person, but then you separate each and marinate on it. Sure, and then you bring it back to the table. Yeah. So yeah, there has to be that balance. I totally a hundred percent. So then he goes on to say that he addressed how the company will respond and adapt to changing technologies. And I quote: He says this. He says nothing is going to stop technological advancement. Adding that Disney has typically embraced new technology to tell better stories. To that end, Iger mentioned drawings and videos generated by artificial intelligence programs as being kind of interesting, quote, unquote, and, quote, something that at some point in the future the company will embrace. Mm. And he added, however, that such a move is likely a long way off. 
He need to not worry about that. He need to worry about how to get that technology yeah. of making his parks more efficient. Mm, yeah. Uh, well, and telling better stories within his parks. Because if you're going to tell me, like, Frozen Ever After is a version of a good story. Right. Hey, Elsa's having a celebration <laughs> of ice powers that you're all celebrating. Which is what exactly what I think the new Splash Mountain is going to be. It's, there's not going to be a story. There's not going to be stakes there's not going to be like oh what's going on oh somebody's going after someone so someone's trying to capture no it's like celebration yay, yay! yay! celebration hullabaloo and it reminds me happiness. of uh, robin williams how are you doing yes. ganja celebration Oopla! Oopla! yeah cool all right so the next thing he talked about this is a big one there's a lot of parts of this one okay on Monday, he told employees that inclusion and acceptance are among the core values of the company's storytelling. No, it's not. And I quote, <laughs> and I quote, he says, this company has been telling stories for 100 years, and those stories have had a meaningful, positive impact on the world. And one of the reasons they have had a meaningful, positive impact is because one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion, acceptance, and tolerance, and we can't lose that. Okay, that's so. That's why I took him right. into the two thousands to have a black prince. <laughs> right, <laughs> most of them stories that you took were basic, like fairy tales that were already in existence. Exactly, and you took them and then you animated them very well, and you 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 did your thing. And then the next thing you bought was stories that had been around like longer than you were even aware of them. So that when you bought them because they had already made their own success. Then you said, okay, we're going to take it. What part of your state, not you, but what part of the statement in that says, we are so original that what we made just worked? No, you just emphasized stuff that was already, you just enhanced something that was already there, mm-hmm. but that's not yours. None of it is yours. Well, let me add this. To it's go like on- story gentrification, what it is. <laughs> we didn't land on Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Princess and the Frog landed on us. That's right. Mm. All right, so <laughs> got that goddamn to go along with all of that. Yes, okay, okay. I, I, you know, and and we're talking about when it comes to Dizzy's stance on taking political stances. Iger was reported to have given a nuanced and statement like statesman like response. Okay. I quote, he says, "I think there is a mis- misperception here about what politics is. Some of the subjects that have been proven to be controversial as it relates to Disney have been branded as political, and I don't think they are." Do I like the company being embroiled in controversy? Of course not. But And he also noted that to the extent that I can quiet things down, he will try to do so. I know you want to take this one, right? No, I have no desire to take this. I don't even know what the hell he said. I think he's trying to say that it's not their fault that things happen to them with like all of the, the, the drama and the wokeness and Making all that other things stuff. political. And, yeah. and that they're, they've been dragged into a lot of this stuff and that's not his intention to make the decisions as his predecessor, would you say, did, and that's what killed him off. But, ah, well, you know, Wait, hey. you talking about Eisner? No, I'm sorry. I, did, no, I didn't Chapek, know. Yeah. Because wouldn't he be his predecessor, technically? Uh, Who cares? Yeah. Mm, it's like an Oreo sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Oh, Chapek's a cream in the middle. He's coming back to just say, hey, look, the stuff that made this guy look bad, we're going to make sure that just never happened. Well, he says, uh, and he literally says, like, the things that were uh, that proven to be controversial is right to Disney has been branded as political. So the things that. Uh, people are that Disney has done. People are thinking are, is political moves, right? Like that law stuff that happened before and all that joke. 
some of what they have done can be construed as being political. But that's what has to happen. You can't be a, an entity like that. Tie yourself into the government and regulations of another state. Be the main thing that generates money in and that not state. Not play that game? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. I think you cannot play that game. But you had to play the politics is part of the... It's like war games. The only winning move is not to play. But that's, that's the thing, right. though. It sounds like he's going to play the game, but he's going to try to chill things no, out. Try he, to play the game! He's he just wants gonna to chill be, things out. He's just going to be better at playing the game than what JPEG was. Yeah. JPEG was a goof when it came to playing the game. No offense to JPEG. No. Uh, but he was a goof when it came to playing the game. Iger is, uh, you know... He's just master. Yeah, he's he good can, at smaller, he, can he knows how to say stuff without saying stuff. Yeah. But if we're going to yeah. sit here and suggest that they're not going to do the same thing and include stuff in their movies and TV shows, that it's going to push the envelope in the favor of whatever uh, social media is leaning that particular week, yeah, no, he's going to do that too. As long I, as the stockholders the don't get too upset about it. Well, that's all that comes. He's going to do it in a more gentle manner. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, if if he's going to throw some butter along with that too. Yes, if the if the if, the, uh, if the culture at will is willing to still donate money, a lots of money, and still invest in all of that stuff to get them out of the hole. This is not about just saying I'm I'm for you, the people, and all that. This is pretty much this, this is about business. It's about tact. Yeah, well, it's in the yes. way you present it. I mean, this is pretty much a good strategy. In, in the sense that this is your this is your business, right? Right. The people that got you in were the stockholders, not the woke folks. The woke folks didn't come in and say, "Hey, we vote for you, Ica. You the man. You come back." You know, that's no, not what happened. That's- right. Right. All right. So I'm going to read this one other piece that had happened during this whole political thing, and I'm going to toss this to Lee because no doubt he's probably one of the more political guys on this podcast. Oh, Lee's the only political yeah, guy in this podcast. Absolutely. And so I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to toss it to him and see what I want to get his thoughts on this. Okay. But to go along with all of this that we just spoke about, uh, Iger was asked about Disney's tense relationship with the state of Florida, which he has sought to, re- with, with the state of Florida has sought to revoke the Reedy Creek Improvement District that houses Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. After the company's response to the state's so-called don't say gay bill. Mm. And I quote, he says this, he says, uh, Iger says, I had no idea what its ramifications are in terms of business itself. But the state of Florida has been very important to us for a very long time, and we have been very important to the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So this is what it was as of Monday. So with all that being said, with everything that we're talking about with the political stuff, with the Disney, because that's definitely one thing that Iger has to fix. Lee, what are your thoughts about all of this, all of this state, and Disney, politics, Florida, DeSantis, blah, blah, blah? Well, the first thought I had when you were reading all this stuff is I said, you know, the, the- the companies that are really inclusive and things of that nature don't have to tell you that they're inclusive. Mm. You know, it's just known. It's just the way it is. Like it's just part of their company. It's part of their culture. So I like the fact, I do like the fact that Disney, you know, is standing behind its employees for things like this, like the don't say gay bill and things of that nature. I don't think it needed to be as big of a deal as it was made out to be. I think that if Chapek would have just, stated the obvious from the beginning that they're an inclusive company and you know what have you then there would have been no controversy but you know he kind of fumbled the ball there and didn't really 
like have his employees back, so to speak. Or maybe Arthur Botner did it, right? I think he strategic (laughs) communications guy messed it up for him. I don't know. I think he didn't know how to communicate it. Right, yeah, that's a fair point. Well, I think he fumbled the ball a bit, but I also don't think it helped when Bob Iger tweeted out, I stand with the president, and this bill would be a horrible thing for LGBTQ people in the world and stuff like that. So when I I think that there was a little bit of Chapek was – Damned if he didn't, damned if he didn't on this one. Yeah, but I mean, I he, 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 he still play. he still came across as non-supportive, and he he, he dragged his feet on it. I is the best way to say it. I don't know if he came across as non-supportive. I think he came across as supportive. I think that there were other factors out there that tore him down. Like when it came to this, where he came out originally and i think he pretty much said look you know our best way to go ahead we believe in inclusion and we do this stuff and we do it behind the scenes and the best way to do it is through our stories and the things we tell and employees and everybody said that's not good enough and they went against him and bob Iger was one of those people who stood up and said nope that's not it that ain't it nope 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 and then chapek reverse course went all in and said, you know what, now, not only are we into it, we're into it so much so, we're going to get this son of a bitch repealed. And then that's when Rudy him. I'm sorry, not uh, DeSantis, was like, oh, really? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at me? It- <laughs> Want to play in our pod, well, no, you say? And that, say, and that, that being said, isn't this whole Reedy Creek thing now starting to go away? Like, I've read... Well, we're going to get to that a little bit later in the timeline, Lee. That's correct. Yeah, they we're yeah. going to get to that. So that's that's interesting. It's, a, too. it's allegedly it's alleged. Yeah. I, I, nothing's yeah. been I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, again, but I think that's again part of just shows that you know this was really a non-issue, but someone wanted to make it an issue. Yes, and I don't think it was Chapek, and I don't think it was. I think Chapek. Could have done it a little bit more if he was as savvy as Iger. Could have done it a little bit better. I don't think there was anything wrong with what he did. He tried to stay out of it, but kind of stay in it. And I think it was just such a hot button issue that they got. It was like the Godfather. Like they just dragged him down into this. And it was like, no, 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 no. You don't get this. We're making this a thing. I mean, my my God, the, the bill itself was strategically mislabeled. The don't say gay bill, even though it is, the the bill actually says nothing about s- saying the word gay. Mm. It this was a political hot button issue, and Disney got dragged into the mire. This this is why I stay away from this crap. Yeah, you don't you don't win in this kind of I, situation. You know, you don't. I, I it's like kind of like you know, in New Orleans when you try to dig underground and the water table is so high, and then you hit water, and you're like, oh, shit, I got to deal with this now. There's no, I can't, I can't back away from it because here's the water coming. Yeah, <laughs> I like watching Bill Maher because I like people who make fun of this kind of stuff. And Bill Maher, basically, when addressing the "Don't Say Gay" gay bill, he's like, "The Don't Say Gay" bill that doesn't actually say "Don't Say Gay" and could have just as easily been called the "Let's Do Things the Way We Used to Do Them Three Years Ago." Something to that effect. I can't remember exactly what the. <laughs> Dude, it was three years ago, five years ago. I don't remember what it was. It was basically like it was a lot of stuff about nothing. And it was just that, you know, this was something. And I think Iger used this to his advantage because Iger did not like JPEG at all. After this transition had started, he was privately and publicly bashing him, bashing him nonstop. It's been reported, yeah. Yes. The idea that 
Bob Iger wouldn't have used this as a means to needle Bob Chapek to just say, look at how bad he is at his job. When people were saying, yeah, it was uncomfortable being in the room with this guy. He would badmouth him so much that I, I think that this is one of those occasions. I said that they should buy the MMA thing, let them two fight it out there. Mm. Oh, that'd that, be great. <laughs> I hate that level of politicking where, you know, you try to do just your job, figure out something, some dude come in and say, he gone, but you can't be like, wait, let me get in there, man. Then you want to clock him in the mouth one good time, but you can't because you're in a suit, you know what I'm saying? But they're like, yeah, like if Chapek, like, how about I clock you, you gotta, with this You got to clock him in the mouth in a different way. Exactly. You, you, you got to play that political boxing Tell game. Tell him this this yeah. broken clock is right two times, right in your mouth. How <laughs> <laughs> that? Man, that would be a Disney war I'd love to see. Yeah. <laughs> a Disney war to settle the score. Yeah. Mm, Cage right. match. Who wants it? <laughs> Take the ad off on that. I'll pay the extra seven. Bob versus Bob. Who's gonna get it? Who's gonna get the title today? Pornhub. Bob on Bob action. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So next thing we have is that Iger joked that his wife, Willow Bay, told him that he should run Disney again so that he wouldn't run for US president. Something that was reported to have thought about in the past. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. It was a thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. back back when people were like, yeah, you know, oh, no, he wants out. He doesn't want to be a part of Disney, even though that has been refuted a thousand times mm-hmm. over. Uh, but, yeah, that was one of the things that being put. And I, I think that would have been the only thing that would have drew him away from Disney. Oh, the I presidency? Think, yeah. I oh, yeah. yeah. Bob likes money and power. And prestige. Yes. Publicness. There's not a question. There's nothing. And Willow about Bay is this like, man. nope, nope. Yep. Nope. No, ma'am. And Willow Bay, his wife, I did some research and she's quite impressive in her own right. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she definitely. Oh, I'm has looking a lot at her right now. She's pretty impressive. She's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And she, she's got the clout to back her up, man. Dean of USC in 2017. She's a former model. Currently a journalist. I was gonna say that name sounds really familiar. She's oh, a journalist. She's uh, yeah. She's 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 strong in and of herself, man. So this lady had a talk show a long time ago. She did. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I, I remember. It's a, it's a this. second wife, to be fair. It's a second wife, but she's like, oh, uh, you ain't going present. Wait a minute. Wait. I need. Wait. Who was his first wife? His first wife was was Kathleen Susan Iger, but they split in 1994, having after having two children together, Amanda and Kate. Mm, and then yeah. a year later, after that, after they split, he married Willow Bay, and they've been together ever since 1994. Oh my! Because I, I was like, I was sitting there like, man, that name sounds really like way in the back. But after I looked at, I was like, yeah, she had it. So Iger's got four kids. So because because Iger and Willow Bay had two children, Robert and, hey. and Amanda and Kate. So they got. So how this man got four kids? Don't know nothing about creativity. He got four kids. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the secret. Well, and he traded in his. Old wife of the newer model. The newer model? He got a new yes, acquisition. There you go. <laughs> new acquisition. Speaking of acquisition. New acquisition. <laughs> new acquisition. That's what he specializes in. Yep, he does. He does. Is it? Then he right. ruins it. Okay, no, my God. All right, speaking of that, <laughs> Iger also told staffers that rumors of a merger or a deal with Apple were just that pure speculation. And the reason why I include that in here because like that was bouncing around all of the first week of Iger's uh, CEO ness that uh, Apple was going to buy Disney. That's why he's there. Blah, blah 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 blah. The Disney fan universe was all ablaze about it. Not that whether not that I know if it's true or not, but Iger told the people that hey, it's just speculation. Well, but that's not like, that it's false yeah, or it's true. That's the thing. It's like he's not saying. 
okay, that's complete BS. We would never do that. No, he's saying it's just pure speculation at the moment. Yeah. But it could turn out to be very, very, very real. Which is crazy because Disney's never been owned by another company. How no, much? I would be I would surprised. I would hate that too. I'd be surprised if they allow that to happen. How I much? don't think it'll happen. I don't I, think so either. Because, I mean, I can't imagine, and I could be wrong, and because I really don't. Bob Iger doesn't seem to have a soul to me as a human being. Like, he seems somebody who's willing <laughs> to do whatever he needs to do to propagate himself to the next. Well, same financial hate. Yes. Uh, so, but I just can't imagine this guy would come back to run this company, just to sell it, just to sell it off. Yeah. Like you know, that that to me would be the ultimate admission. Like, yeah, I screwed it up. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know how it is that most Disney fans don't see that so many of these problems that we're dealing with to this day were started by by Bob's business practice himself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but he has successfully pulled the wool over a lot of people's eyes but uh so i don't know this man in any way shape i don't know what he would or would not do it just be it's hard for me to believe that he would come back just to sell it i i hope that apple would buy this because i would not want to try to make reservations or whatever and just see like the circle just going around and the beach around. ball yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh god I, yeah it's like well if you book with an iphone you get yeah, 120 uh, days in yes. advance for your Genie Plus. You, you can, can book on the Windows machine. You get like 200, 200 days. <laughs> you got to book no, you don't on get Safari. 200. You get one day. You get one yeah. day in advance. Uh, uh, yeah, 200 keep, days will be an advantage. One keep, day would be no less advantage. Come up with updates. The updates keep breaking so there's another update. Be, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, Disney versus uh, Microsoft and all kinds of things. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Music would probably be way better and clearer and, and stuff like that. Everything would be like a lot more polished. But I don't think that would... I would hope that he wouldn't do that because that's really I have nothing against Apple or nothing except they're just really overpriced. But I, I think it's silly. I think they're on the, the same level as far as juggernaut businesses. Yes, strictly business, but they're like two different type. That'd be like Popeyes buying Burger King. Like you do chicken, not burgers. Like what are you? What are you doing? That doesn't match. It's just no. They got Apple. There. Like it, look, I think we're assuming that he would sell them everything. What if he's just there to sell them a little something? Like what the if Hulu just streaming? Or the parks? Yeah. Well, I don't think he's selling the parks, but I mean, like, what if he's like... The channels I can look, see. The streaming thing, Disney Plus, Apple TV, TV you know? That'd be interesting. Maybe we merge that. Yeah. Like, I could see... Because Apple's doing... got Apple Plus. Right. And, and they and got a killer TV, uh, series and... Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Granted, yeah. they haven't released it in anything in a while. Right. So uh, they have a better streaming service. I don't own Apple TV, so I'm just. I had Apple TV for a while. I mean, it, it's like an e-streaming service. Yeah, you watch the it, and then after a while, you can just disconnect it for like three or four months. That's until what, they decide to bring something back. Right. That's why I'm like, I'm thinking about just canceling Disney Plus right now and just being like, you know what? I'll just go on a monthly thing because y'all just renewed it on me. You didn't even send me an email saying, hey, guess what? We're about ready to renew it on you. So you. 70 plus $80 are going to be disappearing out of your checking account. No, no. Yeah. All I, Disney customers. I'd like to be talked to about yeah. that. Yeah. They just assume the sale. They're like, oh, you want this, right? Yeah. All right, we get That's cool. Don't worry about it. We're going to make, yeah. make this convenient for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. care of it. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Most people are like, yeah, it's all right. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm about to God, I my groceries. <laughs> there goes my Pop-Tart. That's it. <laughs>
Because <laughs> my pop tarts for the month yeah. right there. So next point that he has, Iger was also asked because he he did basically uh, like a, a few minutes of his own stuff, and then he addressed a bunch of questions during this thing. But Iger was asked about Disney's plan to move Imagineering from California to Florida to Lake Nona. We've heard about this in the news, but he no comments were made regarding its relocation of employees to Central Florida. And but he did say he was aware of the relocation had been delayed, but he hasn't made any decision on it. So basically, it, it's at a standstill at the moment, whether they're going to move Imagination to Florida or not. And along with those same lines, no comments were made regarding the park reservation system. Iger said that he hasn't used it, but he wants to hear from Josh DeMauro about it before saying anything on it. What a stupid comment. Wow. I, I didn't use it. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, get, I, 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 get, I get to the front of the line on everything. What do I need it for? Uh, I'm a VIP. <laughs> I just walk in the park, get on what I want. Right. You know, why aren't y'all doing that? From a business standpoint, I can understand <laughs> un- listening to your executive that has to deal with that crap every day. Mm-hmm. The park reservation system to see to get the actual facts on it. So in in, in 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 kind of a way, I'm like, okay, respect. Yeah, you don't. You've never used it because you've never really had to. But at the same you time, you also don't want to cut the knees out from the guy that's in charge of that too. It's like, well, you know, that's why I have this guy. That's why I have this guy here. But not to get to cut the knees out, but you want to get the information from the guy that has to deal with it every day. Like you know, if if like Eli was drawing comics, and I was about to make a decision that was going to impact him. I want to know the facts before I make such a decision of whether or not it's going to be a good idea or not. Well, right, but that'd be like yeah. saying, like, okay, uh, you just took over uh, Burger King. Uh, you know, what you call it? Are you going to keep selling the Whopper? Uh, I don't know. I haven't had one yet. <laughs> 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 okay, but you're aware that that's, this is something that your company is putting out there <laughs> you know like are you but you got to know whether it's a big selling item or if it's actually a quality product <laughs> it needs to happen it's or if, it needs to, if it's a necessity to keep your business uh, you know viable <laughs> well and, and good say that yeah. don't tell me i don't know i never tried it <laughs> <laughs> you want him to be more exact than what he's saying i want yeah, him no, to exactly, be like yeah. hey i you know, look, let me get the data on this. I'll get back to you and stuff like that. There might be a reason we're doing this. To say that I haven't tried it, we try it. It sucks. <laughs> That's what we're bitching about. Right. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So instead of saying that, you would like them to be a little more exact. Thank you. You want to know... It, this is vi- is this something that's viable? Is this something we need to keep doing? Is this actually helping our bottom line? Blah blah blah. This is why I like talking exactly, to Kevin because yes. Kevin has a way of being like. So what you're saying is this, and he cleans up what I'm saying, or at least boils it down to something that makes. Oh, that be well. I was bad off that whop analogy. I like that. Oh no, that's a good. That's a good oh, analogy. My chest hurts. Oh, that was funny. I mean, granted, I, I don't think the park reservations on the level of the whopper. I mean, I'd be ups- I mean, I was upset when Burger King got rid of their chicken sandwiches. That's because you can get a sandwich. Whopper. It's still hard to get a recipe. Yeah, it's fish. hard to get. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Damn straight. Oh, God. Uh, Look no, at that. You set Look that, that one up, Dad. Oh, just, that was, you hit it, man. You hit it out the park. That was good. He put that one up. Uh, yeah, that, but you that closed it. You closed it. Hey, look, oh, I know God. we spend a lot of time, but to wrap it up All right. on this Monday, uh, the town hall, toward the end of his remarks, Iger noted that he wouldn't have come back if he didn't believe that Disney's future is bright. <laughs> come on. Well, it has to be. Uh, You're so bright, you got to wear shades. <laughs> How about that? That was Monday. That's optimism right there. It's bright. I, I think right. Disney's future could be incredibly bright. Communication. 
But when when you you're putting it in the hands of somebody who has darkened their brightest franchises and taken their parks and added next to nothing in terms of capacity, yeah, like you know, look, in order for Disney's future to be bright, we'd have to see a different style of management under Bob Iger that we hadn't seen up until this point, and I. I'm willing to give them that leeway. I mean, I'm I'm not I am not rooting for Disney to fail. I, I don't care who to me it's like, you know, hey, I'm a Democrat. I voted for a Democrat, a Republican one. I want everything to fail because I want it to be and no, I live in this country. Like I want Bob Iger to succeed. It has to succeed. Because that's the only way forward for Disney. Have I seen anything that gives me any confidence in this man's ability outside of a good BS story? Like, this guy is really good at BSing. And Chapek was... Not good at BSing. <laughs> no. No, not at all. But... Uh, yeah, he was terrible. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm... Look, I'm, I'm casting my lot in with Bob. I'm hoping... I said it before when Bob Chapek got announced to see give give Iger a chance. I'm right back there with Bob uh, Bob Iger. Give Iger a chance. All Let's Danny's see. saying give, is give, Iger, give a chance. Iger a chance. A hundred percent. Like I am willing to, man, go in there and, and knock this one out of the park. I would love that. I would love to be wrong because I would rather Disney be great and me be wrong. I'd rather have an affordable family vacation and me be wrong. I'd rather have great entertainment and me be wrong. And I'd rather pay to go see a movie with awesome storytelling and yeah. us be wrong. Thank you. And the status quo. He's even led the whole thing on Monday with the town hall. There's no status quo. Mm -hmm. So that invokes that anything can happen, anything can change. So it's as if we were talking about with the creative stuff is that you're talking this talk, man. I want to see you walk the walk. You got two years. Absolutely. We're, and we're going to be and we're going to be watching. Let's just all pause for a second to realize that the future of Disney and being able to adapt with the times and being able to provide new content and being able to present it in an energetic, creative, new, inventive way is in the hands of a guy who's over 70. <laughs> Don't get no more progressive than that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> But, but he hey, diversity, twice. inclusion, all that nonsense. But he married twice, so yeah. you know he can he can relive himself again. That's just yeah, not that diversity, that. inclusion, all that hot garbage. And, yeah, and, and, except for when it comes to the theme parks, because if you're poor, sorry, f you pay me. Pay, yeah, <laughs> you're middle class. You're gonna f you pay <laughs> me. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. <laughs> make it easier to book that vacation. Make it make it a job easier on Lee. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. All right. So moving on to another day. Now, that was that Monday. I got to say, it was a good day. That what was that Monday. Here we yeah. go. Hey, all that was just Monday? That was just Monday. What day is this? This is Tuesday, November 29th, Holy 2022. Crap. Wow. Day after the town hall, Shanghai Disneyland Resort's theme park was closed as China attempts to tackle record daily COVID-19 cases. Disney said that the park will be temporarily closed from Tuesday, and I quote, in order to follow the requirements of pandemic prevention and control. Oh, shit. This oh. is how this started before. Yeah, and it's good to note that it only reopened last week after a 25-day shutdown. And currently, according to Shanghai Disneyland's website, they are still closed with zero indication of when they will reopen. Wow. So the that. park currently is still closed. I checked this morning. Okay. We're recording on Sunday, the 4th of December. It's still closed with no indication of when they will reopen. 
And I'm proud to be an American. What? Where at least I know COVID's over. Yeah. <laughs> Got my shots and boosters too. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that. And I gladly stand up. up. Next to you in line to ride Big Thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what, Danny? What's funny about that is that Shanghai Disneyland Shopping and Dining District, Disney Town, and its two resorts hotels will remain open. All right. So well, they can still make a little bit of money. Don't let me down, Chinatown. We can. Ooh. So in other words, we can sell you stuff, but yeah. we can't give you stuff back like rides. Look, oh, fun. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We were joking. We were laughing. We were having, but I could be wrong. But I just don't think there's any way in hell Americans will stand for that again. Probably not. What a no. shutdown. No, no way. A shutdown. No. Yeah, It'll never happen. Not a It'll chance. It'll never happen again. I don't give a damn how many new cases show up. I think America is canceled COVID. Well, canceled and I'm not a fan of way. cancel culture, but this is one I can get behind. If yeah. we've canceled COVID... 100%. Okay, well, COVID never went away. It just didn't get as much publicity <laughs> as it used to. You know, uh, I, I get that. But on, I think on one note, I would I would say I want the brand to always thrive. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, eh, it's just a little petty part of me. I want this guy to go through, like, a set of challenges. You know, like, Lionel was some <laughs> I want him to get, like, a <laughs> yeah. set of challenges that you know, JPEG had, and again, like we said, I'm not a JPEG dude or not. Like, I just want to see how does that work when things don't work well for you on that scale. You want to prove you, himself, yeah. Like, yeah. how do you deal with it? Because you can easily go up there, give all the good talk, but see, that's how it's you got to walk the walk. Yeah, when you got to walk the walk. When Shanghai Disney closed, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, as I hear, then they came here, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, and then they lost money, but he didn't have to deal with that because he knew that was coming. Yeah, boy. Yeah, he bounced off. Retained his title. And that's why that happened again. Right. And that's why I included this in this little timeline because that literally happened during his what? Yeah. They said, we got to close. We're dealing with this. Money, uh, revenues being gone out of the parks. Yeah, you got a little bit of the shopping district and hotels, but the people, reason why people are in the hotels and, and maybe the shopping stuff is because of the park. Yeah. Let's see how fickle the shareholders are when your neck is hanging on the line when something really big is going on. Because it's easy to stand back and watch the other guy, you know, take the hit and comment and criticize. But what happens when your neck is on the line? You know, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, I don't maybe it's just me, but it's like I even though I'm on the brink of having to retire when I'm faced with. You're on the brink of having to retire? No, no, no. Like, if I was in the brink of having to retire oh, from a company, and there's like a thing that was, uh, was coming down the pipe. I was sick. No, no, no. I'm not sick. Okay. But if there was a thing that was coming down that was worldwide, that was about to affect my business, I don't know if I could step away from that. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I would stick through it, at least try to help it through. We all said it when it happened that that was the biggest. Like, there, like we just did not know what the logic behind that was is that you could see it coming a mile away and and within weeks the parks were closing i mean again i I said it when we were talking about it at the time i was like i really kind of felt like history would have been kinder to bob chapek to kind of be be handed this sandwich and say no i'll eat it I'll, i'll i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna eat this sandwich and i'm gonna do the best i can and for people to be like, yeah, no, the the guy we want in there who's who's gonna make everything right is the guy who tucked and run. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. very He's well put. He's got some things to prove here. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and me itself, I was running to think. I don't know if I could do that. It's like no. I, I I couldn't step away from coming knowing that that's coming down the pipe. No. No. I mean, if you care about the organization, you don't run. Right. You know. No. But if you just like, yeah, these people dogged me out. They didn't put me on the pedestal. Yeah, screw them. I Maybe mean, that's the thing. I'm a Disney fan, so I, of course, yeah, I'm going to care about the thing. It's part of the the, the, the mistake of che- of Iger that I don't understand how people don't see that mm. the emperor is wearing no clothes. I just don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I. I I've tried to. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, if this is a if to to, to culminate a lot of stuff that you said from you know the, this Iger watch, if you will, um, there's the thing of him saying, "Hey, what's fiction and what's real? This is Disney is blended." Well, the story is always that everything's happy. That here comes to even Stan Lee said this. This is how you do a comic book. You introduce the people, you put in the big threat, and then the heroes beat it. This guy has never done that. Like, you know, uh, and again, JPEG tried to do it, didn't do it well, but he at least stood in the mix. So if you're going to say, yeah, you're the hero of the story, that's what the stories are about. That's what Disney presents. And that's where you're taking it. This is the best triumph story ever made. If you could go ahead and beat this, this is better than Daniel doing the, you know, the crane kick on Johnny. If he could go ahead and make this thing successful. Right. For, for all of Iger's carefulness and consideration and creativity and consideration and all that crap, all that hot garbage that he spews, I feel like Michael Eisner could have drunk stumbled his way drunk <laughs> into, as Kevin runs out of the door to go take a bathroom break, I think he could have drunk stumbled his way into just as many hits yes. in the 20 plus years or whatever it is it's been that, that Iger has run the company as Bob Iger actually did. Yeah, this there was that, in the beginning. That's a that's a no brainer. Yeah, and it's always good when things are sweet. I mean, it's always good when you have the honeymoon period, you know, with the girl. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, you see that stripper for the first time, and it's magic. Yeah, but then once other dudes get involved, and once other problems start to happen, and once reality sets in, if you like, well, I don't have nothing to do with you. As this man has demonstrated me, you know, he got him a second wife. Just saying, there's uh, something to be learned about that. You know, I, I want to comment on the second wife thing, but it does go to show it was like you're right. Though. She had a cool show. Yeah, she had a cool show. She was a very beautiful woman. But at the same time, yeah, it does go to show like, yeah, you know, if this ain't working, I can just find something else. I can find, yes. Yeah. And, and, and if the shareholders are like, hey, we and we don't talk to shareholders or not like that. But I know we would love to. I, yeah, we please. Would, we would talk to a shareholder. Please tomorrow. sign up. Tell us yes. what we do it right. Any wrong. shareholders want to come to the Magic Our Way podcast and talk to us? Yes. About your experiences. Let us know. Let us know. And we'll disguise your name, hide your voice, hide your wife, all that witness protection if you need to. But yeah, absolutely. Because if they think that something's going to be peachy from the time that he had acquired all that property and stuff like that. And they just think that golden moment is going to show up again because he's in. Well, you're you're wrong. It's not the same thing. That's not how it all works. No. You know, that was the past. This is the present. And everything in that aspect has changed. The culture and everything that Disney's gone through under Chapek has changed. This dude can't just show up, give you some words and fix it. That's some real 
put your hands in the dirt granted he's got to do i agree with you and I'm, I'm i'm waiting to see how he handles it like this is two weeks in that that's why i thought this was an intriguing topic two weeks in Very. let's see what he's doing already is he doing well like and hopefully at the end of this we'll give him a grade in his first two weeks Ooh, i hope great. so all Ooh, right boy. Okay. well here we go so right. the next the next day um there wasn't much happening on wednesday okay but here comes thursday because magic our way podcast Right. Oh, Magic Our Way podcast on Wednesday happened. Yes, that's what happened. That's Disney why he didn't release stops. anything. That's Had right. To stop. Right. Dizzy stops, and so that's why nothing happened on Wednesday. Yes. But on Thursday, <laughs> the next day after our show was released, um, Disney stated that they are committed to pouring significant funds into its parks. Now, this one's thick. This one's thick. Let me let me explain how this works. In a filing with the this is already bullshit, but okay. Yes, so that right. that's what they say. They're, right. they're committed to pouring significant funds into the parks. In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Walt Disney Company right. has disclosed that it plans on increasing its capital expenditure projects by thirty-seven percent in fiscal twenty twenty-three. Compared to fiscal twenty twenty-two, which ended on October first, twenty twenty-two, it just recently ended. The Disney Parks Experiences and Products Division accounts for the majority of the capital expenditure spend for the company. So Disney Parks and Experiences and Products, they're the biggest spenders of that money that they're allotting to that. So just to give you a little uh, explanation of what capital expenditure is, commonly referred to as CAPEX, capital expenditure is a finance term referring to money spent improving or increasing a company's physical assets. Capex? Capex, yes. So C A P P E X. So, in other words, Disney plans to improve current parks with features like new rides or maybe even develop new ones. Yeah. So, this comes in a response to Comcast's significant investment into building an entirely new park, Epic Universe, at Universal Studios Florida. Comcast is who owns Universal. Um, it is currently under construction to be ready for opening in summer 2025. So this is their response to Universal's plans to do all the stuff. As we've talked about before, Universal's doing pretty damn good. So and they're going to still, still amp the, the Marvel rides that are over there, huh? Probably, I yeah, I guess so. But to, to finish this up, uh, yeah. Comcast CEO Brian Roberts said during a fall earnings call, and this was during his earnings call, which, of course, we know that Chapek fumbled immensely. Um, he said during this er, uh, earnings call that I'm, a, that he, and I, I quote, I'm especially excited for Epic Universe to open in summer of 2025, which will transform Universal Orlando into a week-long destination. Roberts also mentioned future plans to open Super Nintendo World in Hollywood in 2023, Super as well as a Donkey Kong area in Japan Super Nintendo World in 2024. Now, do I doubt that they're going to do that? Absolutely not. I guarantee you that that's what exactly when they're going to do it and what they're going to do. Because Universal has proven time and time again recently that they're going to do that. It's yeah, going to happen. Okay, so here's what I would say. Yes. Two things. Um, one, I'll believe it when I see it when it comes to Disney. Yes, exactly. Thank you. I, I will believe. I, I'm, I'm, I'm scoffing over here and I'm laughing only because when they had gazillions of dollars that they could have invested in the theme park they just used it to acquire other assets that they knew nothing about how to capitalize on or what to do with is that fair that's, that's totally that, that's fair. totally yeah. fair no totally that, fair. that's exactly you yeah, put your money where your mouth is brother two yes um super nintendo world disney could beat that disney could beat that fairly easily super nintendo world like really like that's that's the next big iteration. Look, I, I know Epic Universe is more than that, 
and the, the monster section definitely intrigues me and stuff like that. And just having another gate, people like what's new. But with everything that Disney owns, you mean to tell me we can't do better than I mean, but then you get, you saw what we did under Bob Iger with Galaxy's Edge. That was a low rent version of what we thought we were going to get with a, a Star Wars property. Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we could have done more with that. Mm. We could have done a whole thing where we're on some planet. Nowhere. Nowhere. That's, Nowhere, yes. Yeah, but what was the other place? There was another one. Um, where the golden people live? Yeah, no, not the golden people. No, it's uh, the place where they were. doesn't matter. It, it, it's just bottom line is that there's so much. Like, take what Bob Chapek did. And this is, again, to me, one of the biggest things where it's a critique of, of, of Chapek is D23. All the things that they said we might do. We're not saying we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. We just said we might do it. Any of those properties, Moana would be a great property. I mean, not Journey of Water. That sounds like to me. Sounds like bathroom. Exactly. It's like. Sounds like a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Super Mario World. Like, it, it, that could just be Super Mario th 4. The journey of water. He jumps to pipes. two plumbers. Yeah. Yes. But exactly. you know what's funny about that? That would be better. Yes, it would. <laughs> I, think, I think that would be Super Nintendo World. The journey of water, Mario, would be better than Moana, journey of water. But Disney <laughs> could crush Universal like that, like a bug, like nothing, mm -hmm. if they if they were willing to do it. But what are we doing here? I mean, we're what we're we're all the way through Phase Four. Now, next up is Phase 5. We have no indication of when X-Men or Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four or any or direction of which the any, next iteration of MCU is going. How, yeah, ma how many millions did they spend on Fox? And what are we doing with all that? Oh, a Christmas special with The Simpsons. There you go. Oh, that's a it. lot. Okay. So, Absolutely. No, that's, that's valid, man. Could they? Yes. Will they? Probably not. No. And Universal's proven time and time again they will do it. They will swing for the fences. You know, they, they already have it proven. I mean, uh, we're talking about Universal Japan. They have Super Mario and Nintendo World. And I was watching videos about that just out of curiosity. And it's like, man, you could take your little band and bump this little question mark box and things happen. The wow. idea that they would turn a game that was the most popular when I was a teenager into a, vid into a theme park shows balls. I mean, they got ball. Like, well, you know, the thing is, is that in the Mario, that that whole world has con continued way beyond us. I mean, it's like yeah, a Nintendo a, every, Switch or something. Yeah, but they got a Super Mario the Switch version. I mean, they, people love it. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Most I mean, popular. My brother, my brother is ten years younger than me, and he is going nuts hearing about all the Super Mario stuff. Like he is into it. I mean, I don't have uh, a Switch more, more but, than Harry Potter. Yeah. The only wow. reason why I buy a Switch is just yeah. to play that Mario game. Okay. Know? And that's about it. But yeah. I haven't made that pull that trigger yet. I mean, I was a Contra slash Body Commando I'm Nintendo guy. Yeah. I, I was Double never, Dragon. Double Dragon, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that stuff was great. You I know, was. I never got the... I mean, you got like the Smash Brothers stuff. I don't know if that, how that's going to be incorporated. Well, you got... Like, okay, Smash so Brothers that's... Super Smash Brothers, yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. You know, my, my kids love that's Mario Kart. That's yeah. a bag time frame, yeah. Of, of yeah. characters, though. You can throw any character into that. So that makes sense for a Nintendo world. If you're like, okay, outside of this property, Property, we got all these other things you know that, that well that's sense. the thing is like with super nintendo world it, the, the mario thing is is gone beyond us but, but if, you, okay so but, super mario wii super mario whatever n64 all that stuff i haven't played 
But yeah, no, it's pretty damn big. The Mario's still pretty relevant. Can we do a little exercise real quick? Yeah, sure. sure. Sorry, okay. sorry. Sure, sure, sure. A little exercise. Small exercise. Absolutely. You can go to California, and there's a whole section based on Wakanda. You get to explore Wakanda. Or you get to go to Florida, and you get to explore Super Mario World, whatever the f*** they call it. What do you want to do? I want to explore Wakanda. I had to do both? I, I had to pick between you gotta one? Pick. Yeah, can, you got okay. to pick, pick one of the two. Based upon the stuff that I've been exposed to, I would pick Super Mario World. Wow. Okay. Super Nintendo that's, World, yeah. Yeah, well, you, that's you know what? I'm going to stop here then because uh, I'm, I'm surprised just to hear that. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah I'm surprised to hear myself say that it's only because of the way they portrayed Wakanda as it is in the movies at the moment. That's fair. I'd be curious to see it, mm. but they, it wasn't enough for me to be convinced about it. Um, there's the part of Wakanda that I've seen in the cartoons, but granted, it was, still wasn't that much. So I still have yet to see, but... I have played through a lot of those worlds of Super Mario and, and Nintendo and all that kind of stuff. And to be able to relate to those things to where, you know, I was watching this video. It's kind of interesting. I, you ought to check it out. It's like, you know, they have a band of sorts and you can bump literal physical box and something will happen, you know, <laughs> and you can jump through, you can go through pipes, you can go into clever. the water, you so can clever. go through, I mean, all the them. worlds that you've known, I mean, you walk into one part in Japan, you see this big tower, you see Donkey Kong yeah. there, you see all kinds of stuff, it's like, oh my God, this is my childhood brought to life. Mm, yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, so that, I guess that's where the attachment, that's why the preference to Super Mario Nintendo World goes over Wakanda for me, because it does take me to that place, and it's like, even though a lot of the things may be different, mm -hmm. like I know there's a Yoshi, I didn't remember a Yoshi that I could get and like, you know, ride a Yoshi and stuff like that. That was the third one, I think. Yeah, that, well, yeah, there was that and it was also in Super Mario Wii where you could ride a Yoshi, but I didn't know if any of that stuff would happen, but like, it, yeah, all that stuff can happen. It's pretty crazy. Well, that would make sense though that you, you can say Super Mario's because it's a, it's, it's really fictional you 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 gotta really stretch to make that world exist yeah, yeah. Uh, you know wakanda you can say well look because it's, it's all about then how that would happen because trust me if there's a chance to see a walking mushroom which i'd be scared of or <laughs> yeah but you could jump on the mushroom and squish right but i'm just saying but <laughs> or as a rhino with armor <laughs> armor on it yes or a flying ship and yep. then like it a world opens up so it, it would depend to your point it yeah. would depend on I'm what eat. the presentation of it would exactly be, yeah i know? would love to see both you know mm -hmm. even the weird uh bongo drumming water thing to open <laughs> up the gate i don't understand that right that was the first time i've seen it i don't even know if that's in the comic is okay. that in the comics what the him fighting no when they, they, they hit the bongo water drums and then the gate opens and they fly into wakanda okay. well usually they just they yeah just, i was about to say there, all right you know? yeah. all right, all right. Go ahead, sorry. Okay, an expansion. Wait, does Lee need to? Lee, you got something to say? Want to comment on that question? Yeah. No, I, I just would add to what Kevin said. I think for, I might be torn between the two, but I think people that are like 10, 15 years younger than us, they're going to go Super Mario all day long. Okay, okay. An you expansion know? of Galaxy's Edge, not obviously not meant to be a part of Galaxy's They do tattooing. You got pod race simulation. You got... Um, Jabba's Palace. You've got the, the 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 canteen bar where you can sit down and have a meal with your family. You got that or Super Mario World. What would you do? Oh, I'd go over the can uh, the expansion of Galaxy's Edge. That's yeah. yeah, easily. E? Yeah, 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 easily, easily. I, I mean, if I, uh, 
I'm not. I'm not a big. I didn't really like the pod racing thing when I saw it. I moment. just it was just no, whatever no, no, popped not, in my head. I hate it. I hate no, 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 no. Yeah, he's talking I, about all things associated with Tatooine. Yeah, yeah that was, to be like, fair, yeah, you have I'm, to include all of that. I might can. I might can jump into the to Mario on. Oh, really? On, yeah, but that's. See, I, I would wow. like to see both, but that's interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, that's I wouldn't want to yeah. see both, but I'm, but like, but if te- you had to pick, yeah, if I had to, had to but again, it's about that. Look, that, no, not, I think that's cool that we flip left. Like yeah, that. but it's not. Yeah. And, but yeah. like to Danny's point and what he's saying is like, you know, if, if this land, if both lands are thought out, and then whatever the actual pitch is, that would be the key. But they have know? to be thought out well. You know, I'm going to stop yeah. here because I really kind of thought this would be a fun little exercise, but this is kind of getting way more intricate than I thought it would because I can keep going. But I think it's a fair question. Yeah, I guess, this, could be, this could lead to another show because that's definitely... I guess what the point is, the overall point I was trying to make, and, and then we can get to this in a future episode if we need Absolutely, to. Absolutely, yeah. The overall point I was trying to make is I think Disney just has so much IP sitting around. True, yes. Like just anybody can yes. just pick it up off the floor like, well, why don't we just do this? Why don't we just do that? They could have done something with the theme parks a long time ago. Be it Marvel, be it Star Wars, be it any of the number of properties that yeah. they own and coco would have been a great ride in and of itself great ride Ooh. um but nothing nothing with coco right now sad just really sad to see that they've never capitalized on that ne- never capitalized on moana like they should this new thing that they're opening up is just garbage Dan, yeah. if, I, if i could inject here if you could have given me millennium's falcon ride where I got to ride through that scene in Star Wars where Han and Luke were fighting off the star, the, the tie oh, fighters, yeah, yeah. And those Ooh, moving yeah. chairs. If you told me that was that ride about, I totally would be so amped for that. Instead, you gave me a Millennium Falcon, which is something I can relate to, but you gave me a completely new story, which I'm okay with. And then but having a new story, a, but it wasn't something that was yeah, related to me like Super Nintendo World. Give me a restaurant yeah. where I can go sit down in the Critch Canteen. I see that band up there. They're playing the music. And they're out animatronics or whatever they're doing. And they're playing, and I can sit down and eat with my family. It's done. 100% of the time, done. Have a booth like where just like Han shows up. And you know, signs autographs to the kids. And, All right, kid, now get away from here. And, blah, blah, blah. and then boom, Han signed next, first. Yeah, I'd <laughs> sign. I like that. I like that. That'll be your kid. That's and right, then Greedo will be like, "You want my autograph?" And then Han shoots him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, we need to move the on. The guy no. give his autograph, but he got his arm chopped off. But I think that's fair, though, Danny, because yeah. I think it has to be a balance. You have to have a it's balance a between question. stuff yeah. that's relatable to when you were younger, but also don't don't I don't flout them for going for something that's completely new. It's like it's you have to give us something. It's like I say, like you know, like uh, when they, it's a rich thing. Like you know, I got more money in the cushions of my couch than you have, and you know, your pockets. Disney has more IP in the cushions of their couch that they could use to draw in people yeah. than what Universal has in their in their pockets. You, they no, just got to totally do it right. right. Yeah. They just got to do it right. Makes 100%. me think of you, Universal. You just take all the video game mm-hmm. IP they can and just make a land out of that. They really got some competition. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a sad thing that that Universal has done it so much better. And also, okay, so going on to that next day. Here we go. And the watch. Friday, December 2nd, 2022. The question we ask is, has Iger brokered a truce with Florida? Florida lawmakers are reportedly working to reverse a law stripping Disney of its special tax status in the state. That's the whole Reedy Creek Improvement District thing. The Financial Times reports after a feud between Governor Ron DeSantis and Bob Chapek, the company, of course, we know who he is, 
If passed, that new legislation would undo much of the fallout of what the critics called the Don't Say Gay Bill that had made the entertainment giant Disney a target of conservative critics, and it would be a quick victory for Disney's newly returned chief, Robert Iger. Iger said that he was sorry, and I quote, he was sorry to see us get dragged into a political flight, fight, adding that the state of Florida has been important for us for a long time, and we have been very important to the state of Florida. Randy Fine, the legislator who drafted the bill that stripped Disney's control over the area, told the Financial Times, a journal, and I have links for that in our show notes, and he says, Randy Fine says this, and I quote, it is easier to shift policy when you don't have to defend the old policy. Chapek screwed up, but Bob Iger doesn't have to own that screw up. Now, to all of this, DeSantis replied, and I quote, we didn't drag them in, them being Disney. Mm-hmm. They went in on their own and not only opposed the bill, but threatened to get it repealed. Mm-hmm. And on that same day, the census's de- uh, deputy press secretary, Jeremy Redfern, went on to say, and I quote, the Florida governor does not make U-turns. So this all happened on Friday of week two of Iger's issue. So the, if this, this is definitely something he has to deal with. If DeSantis does this, I'd be shocked. I would be shocked. But... Because, I mean, there's no way to look at this. If, if they walk out of there and Reedy Creek keeps its own autonomous uh, you know, district where it can decide, look, I, I don't even want to get caught up in the beyond. Like, all I'm saying is, is if they walk away with this, that that is an unbelievable win for Bob Iger. I just can't imagine that DeSantis would allow that to happen. But if that does... Kudos to Iger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be kudos to, to Iger for doing that. I, and, and it's just kind of hard. It's hard for me to believe that he would pull that off because he was one of the first ones to stand up there and say, "I stand with the president on this. I believe this bill would do harm to our LGBTQ, uh, you know, com- uh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I, I find it hard to believe that that would ever happen. Uh, I think there may be some kind of compromise that they reach, but both men are going to want to save face. Both of these guys are uh, masters of the universe, and neither one of them is going to want to lose face on this one. And DeSantis, we need a huge sandwich if you know the ecosystem. There's a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. Reedy Creek can do whatever it wants to do again. We're we're good. We worked it out. It's all good. I mean, it's all yeah. crazy now, because especially because you know reports of Trump entering through the campaign in in the next the twenty twenty four campaign, which is just two years away. So a lot of this stuff is going to be a, so much grandstanding. It's going to be nuts. A hundred percent. I will say this. I I feel like this is just me personally, my opinion. I feel like this is a non issue. It's going to be it's going to be a non news story. Whatever's going to happen will be happening behind the scenes, and we'll never hear another thing about it. I can see I that. I can that see that. Yeah. DeSantis, I, I think DeSantis is going to run for president and that no one will give two craps about Reedy Creek. And then it'll just all be business as usual. Well, but I mean, you don't think that Reedy, uh, that you don't think that DeSantis would be uh, presumed to be somewhat weaker or that Donald Trump when in the debates would point out, look at this guy. He sat there and caved to Disney, gave him back their, you know, Reedy Creek district. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that happening, but I think that DeSantis himself will not care about Florida anymore. 
he's gonna just worry about the presidency and that's gonna be his main thing and then whatever happens in florida he's not gonna care about it all okay uh, hey look you're the political man i i i'm, I'm gonna ab- ab- step back and you know listen to what you have to say on this one because i don't really know i i just kind of think that that sounds kind of you know it, it sounds to me like hey somebody's gonna lose face here somebody's gonna lose yeah face. i mean but if it's not in the news every day anymore, then no one loses face because no one cares anymore. It'll be some other issue that is going to come up. It's just Disney's for kids, or, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I really think it's just more of this was something that he could stand up to his his base and say, "Hey, I'm standing up for this. I'm doing that." Now that he's been reelected as governor and has his eye on the presidency, I don't. I think it's going to go away. I, no, look, I, I, I know. Look, I found the tweet. I'm with the president on this exclamation point. If passed, this bill will put vulnerable young LGBTQ people in jeopardy. That's what Bob Iger tweeted out when President Biden tweeted out. I want every member of the LGBTQ plus community, especially the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill to know that you are loved and accepted just as you are. I have your back, and my administration will continue to fight for the protections and safety you deserve. That's what Bob Iger co-signed. And you're going to tell me Florida is going to be totally cool with giving this guy his thing back? I don't think so. I don't think DeSantis is going to do that. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Part I'm of wrong. me thinks that they'd be foolish not to, only because that's the only reason why that area of Florida, or Florida in general, is even something that's even talked about. Yeah, but if like if you're Florida, I mean, like, what's Disney going to do? Relocate? Well, you're right. That's, that's the thing. They can't exactly relocate. Ex- right. right. Like, if like, look, we're going to tax y'all. We're going to we're going to take some of y'all's money now. Don't open your mouth again. But then they got to incur the debt that the Disney's accrued, and that's part of the conversation as well. Wait, I'm confused. There's Wait. debt that there's debt that Disney has within their own particular, and we're getting to the to weeds weeds here yeah. yeah then let's not that people yeah 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 there's, there's a whole weird balance thing that um that would you know be passed on to the taxpayers that has to deal with debt that oh Disney sure yeah no I, I have no doubt I mean, disney saying, will yeah. pass the bill to us you don't say i you. have no doubt of that yeah but the idea that florida would pass up on that money no. just to make a point no one passes up on money I think I think we won't be in the room when it happened, and I, I you know, maybe maybe Lee's right that it just it, 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 some kind of resolution happens and they work it out, and it's it, it's a win win as business people say. I look if if some kind of resolution happens and the resolution is status quo, yeah, that's fine. Bob Iger wins, yeah. DeSantis loses, yeah. So be it. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody with uh, you know a memory or you know. The internet can look up and see what Bob Iger said about that bill. I don't know. Well, I'd be curious to see how all this plays out now that he's in charge. And hundred percent, I'd I'll, like to look into this a little bit more. I mean, again, it it's, it involves getting into the icky world of politics. Yeah, yeah. but uh, which mm, I rather a, I think there's a game there, and there's a lot of grandstanding to be had. Yeah. yeah. So who you know, there, there, there's they're going to figure out a way where both of them come out okay, where nobody loses face. I think that's what has to happen. If they're going to play this game, I okay. just yeah. don't think that there's a, I don't think there's a way that happens. I think somebody's got to lose in this. Well, yeah, depending on the side that you're on, it's going to view as either a win or as a lose, right? So if you're, you're like you're on DeSantis' side and you feel like, eh, what'd you really do there, brother? 
you know, then they may view it as maybe like you, you weren't as strong as we thought you were. And then maybe people on the other side be like, eh, good for you, man. You got one guy looking to run for president. You got another guy who's like, Oh shoot! Everything we've done lately have been screwed up. I'm here to, I'm here to fix this mess. You tell me who's operating from a position of power here. Yes, indeed. I'm yeah. just saying. If it's between politics, and I don't know anything Mario about that, I I'm allergic to this crap. You're like, allergic I'm, to it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, at the same time, you got to be aware of it, right? So you can yes. make a good decision for it. And Dizzy does pump in. All, you know we. You know, you can research it, and Dizzy has pumped in a lot of money to both yeah. sides. Yeah. So somebody's benefiting somewhere. You know? Always. And so whoever wants that money, if DeSantis is running against Trump, he's going to need the money, capital, to go up against that dude. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Which requires a lot. A so lot. If DeSantis oh, yeah. can get it to where he's on his, they're, they're on his side, or at some point they will de- de- devote some money, amount of money to him, then I think he tries to figure out a way to do it. I don't I mean, know. I can see that, and yeah. I think you're right. I also think it's just as probable that Trump will look at him. He caved to Disney. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah he'll, just, he'll just get other companies on. Mickey Mouse back. beat yeah. him up. I don't stand. Bob Iger made him his bitch. Yeah. 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 It, it'd be, I, I don't look forward to getting into all that. And, yeah, and I don't either. All that and, but, you know, it's it's like I'd be curious to see how this plays out. Yeah, no, I would too. That's definitely a thing that Iger has to deal with it. Now, yes. mm. also on that day, the same day, Friday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Iger appears likely to abandon plans to centralize marketing spending decisions at Disney, which was an idea that infuriated creatives executives at the company. And to, to give you some background on this, the under JPEG, the company hired the consulting firm McKinsey & Company in recent months to review Disney's operations and identify redundancies and cost-saving opportunities, right? So better ways to maximize your money. One potential change that McKinsey suggested to Capex Rain, Capex, Chapex Rain, Rain was exploring, uh, they were exploring is to take decisions about spending on marketing and publicity for films and television programs out of the hands of studio creatives and instead centralizing them in another part of the company. Well, that explains Strange World. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the people God that damn. know the product, they're taking basically they're taking those marketing strategies out of their hands to somebody else, somewhere else in the company to market and promote. Wow, okay, that's one can, of the things that McKinsey. I can was see the logic in that. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, if, if I'm putting out a film, I'm going to be like, I want everybody to know this is coming out. And if I've reviewed the film, and I'm like, oh shoot, we backed a twenty million dollar turkey here. Uh, you know, bury this son of a bitch with no need to throw good money after bad. Right. Yeah. But having not seen Strange World, it's hard to comment. Yeah, it's kind of like a conflict of interest, right? Like, yeah. hey, I'm in, you know, I want to market this thing. Just so happens I'm in charge of marketing. So that's convenient. But uh, but then you also put it in the hands of someone who knows nothing about marketing. And that's a recipe for disaster. A hundred percent. Yeah. I just I, I wish I'd seen this movie now. Really, man, shoot, maybe we'll have to just do a field trip to go see this. Yeah, movie. we might have to do that. Yeah, because uh, you know I think it's gotten a lot of flack, and you know I I'd, I'm I'd kind of like to know what the hell's up with this damn movie because that I I've read a few online reviews from Disney fans who've said it's 
average at best. Okay. It's, it's not okay. very good. I'll be curious. <laughs> I'll be, I reserve judgment. I'd be curious to see it myself. Yeah. Is it, is it a Pixar movie or is it a Disney movie? It's Walt Disney Animation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Purely Walt Disney Animation. That's why Pixar's dead, though. Like, you, know, you don't even know anymore. Yeah. It, it's like uh, taking one of Eli's comic books and telling Cameron Diaz to market it for him. Yeah, still got a better shot. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah, with the star power, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, one point eight. Jesus. Oh, yeah. in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. well, wow. I don't know if it's Rotten Tomatoes, but maybe it's like Yahoo or I don't know. But it's like, my God, Strange it's World, one yeah. and a half stars. Oh gosh. So it is possible that they looked at this movie and like, yeah, no, we ain't marking this because this movie sucks. It didn't look right. The commercial to. I saw it a few times that I did. It just looked like a bunch of weird people running on clouds. Well, it never really communicated what it was about in the commercial. There was yeah. nothing I saw in the commercial. It was like, ooh, that looks good. Right. So maybe... Well, need, they didn't even start it early enough for me to even get interested about it. Yeah. I have no idea. I didn't know about it until like the weekend of it was supposed to come out. Hey, man, look, people didn't like Onward, and we did. So, you know... I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Yeah, too. I'm curious, too. All right. So also on this day, Friday... Disney reported via the Disney Parks blog that Splash Mountain will close its doors forever on January 23, 2023. This was tacked on. Actually, this closing date was tacked on to an announcement of a new scene in Tiana's Byland Adventure ride, which is set to replace it. Well, thank Christ they're finally putting it out of its misery. I mean, like they stopped keeping taking care of it a long time Big ago. Big time. Yeah. I mean, I, this is to me at this point in time, it's like a mercy killing. <laughs> and I'm oh, absolutely you know no, no, he's totally right about that yeah if fair. you're not going to take care of it you might as well just right you might movie. as well just you know kill it off right then and there i will say that the new scene i saw is the first one that really kind of gave me hope okay for this attraction yeah because i'm like i really kind of got to see them use characters because i'm sitting there like looking at this and like okay there's no dr facilier he's dead this is afterwards there's no ray there's you know tiana and there's naveen naveen eh. Lewis. Yeah, okay. Louis. Lewis. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. That's three. And? <laughs> and? And I mean, it's not like you're talking about this rich ensemble movie. It was a very limited amount of characters that you can kind of pull from. And so to see that they're trying to uh, do something with a band. But I do get the Frozen Ever After vibes with this thing that's just going to be a celebration. So, hey, Tiana's doing a fun. Hey, she just opened a, a, what party, was it, a yeah. food. Like, it's funny how Tiana truck. went from like, yeah, I want to open uh, my own restaurant to I want to run a Whole Foods. Like, it, <laughs> it, it's basically what it comes down to. And the only other thing I thought that was weird, like, is Tiana's outfit. Like, who dresses? Like, maybe it's December. Oh, that was it, from Tarzan. That was from Jane from Tarzan. That's her outfit. Is that what it is? No, it's not. I don't know. I'm just I, guessing, but I look at it and I think Jane from Tarzan. It, it, like, who goes in the swamp dressed like that? You don't? <laughs> long sleeves a coat everything no yeah Those mosquitoes will get you every time day. that's right you don't need off well she's dressed up for that one winter day that we have every year the, you'll be passed out from dehydration <laughs> long before the mosquitoes get a hold of you yeah it's funny you picked the outfit because i was like hoping that, that it wouldn't be a log or more like a big ass piro <laughs> they'd be floating down the bayou i would oh, be that'd happy be, with that yeah that'd that'd be be much that would be creative that would be bad that wouldn't but that would require them to really embrace the culture of new orleans and not just shoehorn existing ip into a prop. well not just research new orleans but go outside of right. new orleans and learn that hey they use actually use pierogs and not hollowed eyed hollowed out logs but i and mean if, yeah. hey it's not a, it's a it's a salt mine right yeah it's a salt mine <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's Avery Island. That's Tabasco. Yowza. Jesus. Yeah, it's all good. Eh, I'd be curious to see what has happened. But look, yeah. hey, look, it's got to be. Look, this gave me hope. I will say that we've been negative about this because there really is no way to explain this. This salt mine thing is just hot garbage that they're just feeding you guys. And I don't know what else to tell you. There's no salt mines in Louisiana that are... Uh, Avery Island is, is a big... There's a big yeah, salt dome in Avery Island. and now it's a sinkhole or something? Yeah, or? yeah, something like that. But there, yeah. there's still salt there. And so they're going to they're gonna ride through the salt mine. They're going to splash it with Tabasco. It's all going to be good. Oh, the, the, well... <laughs> so when you... And exit- eyes will be like, oh... At the gift shop, they're going to sell salt? Or That's what I was going to say. Sell salt at the gift shop? Or like, what is it? <laughs> at the end of it, it's like Morton Tabasco sauce, Morton. <laughs> no, your, your eyes won't be closed because of the water splashing face. <laughs> it's going to be closed because of the vinegar from Tabasco. It's like hurting your eyes. You're going to have bath salts. You're going to eat like, your neighbor's oh. face off. <laughs> I can't stand Tabasco. It's too vinegary. I'd rather Louisiana or cut crystal. No, look, God dang. I mean, Avery Allen, Jesus. <laughs> Well, I mean, we talked about the mountain, and we discovered there is one mountain in North Louisiana that actually has a bayou attached to it. So that's, that's what right. they must have based it upon that because they must have traveled up there, no, right? It's, it's all about creativity. No, they didn't. It's they shoot. They figured shoot. out one little aspect. They they took hey ninety nine point nine percent of the time life in Louisiana turns out like this, but because we're so desperate to shoehorn this in, we'll take that one point one percent. And try and figure out a way to make something like that make it. Well, and that's the thing. It's like they only came to New Orleans to research that. But the things that I'm talking about are outside of New Orleans. I guarantee you they didn't go to those places. Oh, no. 100%. You know, so people are arguing, oh, I'm tired of people bitching about Tiana's violent adventure. Well, prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. prove <laughs> me wrong. Why Why am I wrong? And you're so right. But then right. they prostitute the characters just to get away with it. Yeah. Just to justify it. Oh, my God. She's not a restaurateur now in the swamps like you. She's a food co-op person that's looking for salts to sell or uh, it's bath salts. It's for basin. It's to promote more basin stuff. People go shopping at basin. But (laughs) having said all that, look, hey, I like the idea that they were incorporating. So now we at least know we got more than one animatronic scene in there. Yeah. No, I I, I did it. But again, having said like concept art always looks beautiful and we're, we're a new orleans based podcast so we're very passionate about new orleans we itself are. and tiana is based in new orleans so yeah i mean you're gonna hear us argue so if you're from out of the state yeah yeah talk to me because yeah no, <laughs> yeah. yeah because i mean look i get it like you know splash mountain problem x but tiana deserved her own attraction she didn't deserve a shoehorn a hand me down you know like figure out a way to shoehorn her into this thing as as yeah she, she deserves a restaurant. Right. She deserves a restaurant. She deserves a killer sit-down restaurant. She deserves something commiserate with her character, and her character would n- wanted to open a restaurant, not a food co-op. Yeah, with yeah. decent Louisiana, decent, salt good Louisiana salt food. Mine. You know, a- absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, that's about it, man. Come Saturday, everything was a lot of marin- marinating and speculation and articles that I found about stuff that was mentioned in the past week. Because between Monday all the way to Friday of his second week, there was a lot of stuff that was announced and a lot of stuff that happened. So this pretty much ends the second week of Iger's run at the CEO. All right. So there we go. What do we think How about that? I think we just recorded three shows. That's what I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it was for two weeks. It was I think we weeks. got a lot to say. That, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, what grade would you give Iger on the last two weeks? As far as talking, A plus. 
hundred percent. As far I'm as with, talking, I agree. Yeah, communication was much better than what it was the predecessor. Yes, yeah. I give him a plus. Very good at saying something without saying anything. Very smooth. And very, as, very good. As far as uh, completing, fixing things, I'm gonna give him an incomplete at the moment. Yeah, to give it a nice university grade. Uh, to be graded at another time. Galvanizing the troops and the fan base, you got to give them an A. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, and just to clarify, my incomplete is based, you know, by the policies of my university that I work at. You get thirty days to f- resolve your issues. So we'll see what he does in thirty days, and I'll grade it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, galvanizing the troops, absolutely yes. A. So yeah, I think overall, I give him a B plus in the way he handled. It. The only thing I knock him off on is is believability. Yeah, based upon everything else. Yeah, based yeah, on everything yeah. else. He has a history. He has a history. Yeah. yeah, the 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 ability to prove himself in the midst of a very serious challenge. Uh, I, I guess I would have to give that an incomplete. To even speak on what took place, like to even like cover, like what the hell? Like it, that would have been my first thing at the town hall. What the hell happened? <laughs> How'd y'all do this as fast? Like, come on, <laughs> I gotta speak. Yeah, maybe that was a question that wasn't reported on. Huh? Okay, because I was gonna say like I didn't watch a town hall, but I expected that to be one of the things discussed, and that didn't come up. So I'm gonna assume it wasn't covered. Maybe like in the wrestling term, maybe he had a plant. Yeah, and maybe further research. Maybe it was asked, but it, it, somebody is research is as reported it somewhere. Mm. Maybe like on Reddit. Yeah, if the employees of this company have a better attitude and are more comfortable with the job they're doing. I think that's an A plus. Wow, that's yeah, going to be good about. okay. Fair, fair. That's going to yeah. be tough. That, though. that will that will impact the guest experience, and that will impact the company. If the if the staff, the cast members, feel more appreciated, if they feel like they're you know if they're they're happy at their job, then I think that goes a long way. Whether or not you know it has an impact on us as guests, I don't know. But just the fact that the staff feels better that he's in place. And that he's got their back, like you said, rallying the troops. Yeah, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, or, or whether or not it even has an impact on the on the on the workers. Maybe it just makes them feel better, but nothing really changes. Yeah, but only that's yeah. gonna say the only thing with that is is that he's like, yeah, but that hiring freeze thing is still happening. So those who are already in the bubble, yeah, they're probably happy out of fear at this, yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. Well, know. well, it also means hey, uh, if you feel like you're overwhelmed. No help's coming. Yeah. No <laughs> help's coming. All right. Well, that's the snapshot of his first two weeks. Um, maybe we'll do another snapshot out of his first month or after two months, whatever, depending on let's see what happens. Let's just but do this every week. This is easy. We could, like yeah. This. We I could want, definitely do I this want, every week. Yeah, absolutely. This quickly. I want world versus world, too. I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, like yeah. That I no, did. I think there's a, there's a lot of questions that we brought up on this show, and, okay. and so a lot Very of things good. that we'll dis- uh, discuss in future. And yeah, I mean, Iger, you know, you talk to talk, it's time to walk to walk. We're, and we're, you know, every podcast, everybody in the Disney fan universe will be watching eagerly to see what you're And look, we're rooting for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. No, we're rooting for you. We're hoping good things happen in your two years at this job. So uh, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we have good things to report in the years to come. And we would be curious to see how things play out. And of course, we'd love to hear all of you guys's. Uh, in, uh, opinions about this, your thoughts about anything that we have said, and if you want to share that, we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Oh, Garoppolo finished for season with broken foot. God, that's two quarterbacks hurt <laughs> the same day. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo is gone. Garoppolo oh, is season. out of the season. Eli's got to get new quarterback now. 
But he can go to magicgarway.com and maybe he'll get some hints about a new quarterback. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and a new quarterback. Uh, if you want to share some opinions on who Eli should get, you can choose an email at showupmagicgarway.com uh, or call or text us and let Eli know what quarterback to get at 1015 <laughs> a weekend. That is 1815 Mo Weekend. 669-4226. And of course, at that number, you can also share your opinions on anything we talked about. But most importantly, tell Eli what quarterback he should get. We're recording this on Sunday, December 4th. Ouch. And Garoppolo is out. Out. So man. anybody in fantasy leagues out there, take note. Damn. Take note. Take note. And uh, to further support Eli, in addition to getting him a quarterback, he does <laughs> things with comics. Eli, tell him what you got going on, sir. Mr. Garoppolo, if you listened while you're out, uh, thank you for the, the two weeks you were able to help me. And uh, you can it's always two weeks. go. <laughs> <laughs> Just two weeks? That's I it. Wanna, well, That's I think we did a... We did a trade at one, and then in another league, he was my he was my backup. Oh, okay, fair. But I, fair, I, I fair. liked I did like him, and I, I was starting to root behind him. So I do hate to hear that in general that uh, you know someone gets hurt and can't can't play. Yep. But but God dog it, I was I was in that playoff fight somewhat. Anyway, I'm I'm hurt. Just I'm trying to mask. Help Eli um, out. Help Eli out. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. So look, as always. Uh, Please visit the Ivory Comics website. You'll see the books that I've created, uh, Project Geisha, Savages, and, of course, the Molly Be Damned. There's a link to the Magic Highway podcast. You don't miss an episode of Piggy. It's all synergy here. That's how we do it. We don't need Iger to do it. Nope. Uh, that's right. As well, you can find me in social media, so Facebook.com, Elijah Ivory. I'm right there as long as you're a real person. Nice to meet you. Tell me what quarterback to get. But if you're bot, hopefully you can score 30 points next week. Just tell me you're I'll just put you in my draft lineup. That works for me. <laughs> uh, Project Geisha. You can find that. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, also, Instagram. I'm right there. I'll still take those quarterback recommendations as well at EIV504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're bringing me to gladness unless you're a quarterback that I can't use. Thank you very much. I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> and uh, look, if you want to take a vacation to go visit Epic Universe, <laughs> which might open up before Tron, <laughs> who knows? Just kidding. Of course, you can also book a Disney vacation with Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this, sir. Right, give me a call at 832-431-1621. You can email me at lee at magicroa.com. On Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee travel. TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasovika! In addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicroway.com. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magicroway. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Away podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mawigans, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. There once was a man named Bob. He once was on top, but the board said stop, and now he's out of a job.
we got a rhyme instead of a food this time. Oh my god, that's crazy, Mother Goose over there. Look huh? at that quality. Look at hey. that quality for your money. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, craziness in the magic. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.